Ready? Let's do it. We're, we're on two four six. Two four six, correct. Mike's okay. I don't know why I keep getting a little bit of a cutout from you guys, but all right, ready? You ready? In right, now, you're screwing me up, man. You're screwing me up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> In this episode of Full Nerd, Ryzen 7000 X3D prices, Intel Arc improvements, and the PC is dead again. Welcome to episode 246 of the Full Nerd. I'm your host, Gordon Maung, with Elaine Yee. Hello. Maybe Brad will join later, co-host Brad, if his internet actually works, but it probably doesn't. It's probably powered by the New England Patriots. And Adam Patrick Murray controlling you vertical and horizontal. Wow. Why why'd you have to, to bring it's that a, up? Man. It's a good thing that Brad is a <laughs> is a, a Tampa Bay fan and not a New England. No, he yeah. is actually a Pats fan too, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean kind of both, kind of both. Kind uh, of both. Everybody from the like a law. You can't be you can't step foot into New England. And not be a Pats fan, it, it like they get kind of aggro about that. I think. Well, so. either way, they're not in the Super Bowl, and I'm glad. Uh, neither, neither of the 49ers, uh, they're not in the Super Bowl as well. Uh, no, oh, that I, was painful. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, I, I need that, time to recover. That was that was a real crappy game. Honestly, the the game before that was pretty crappy for the 49ers too. So, oh gosh, uh, yeah. yeah. I think I was, was just rough. thinking about the 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 Pats thing because sorry, I I was uh. I was thinking about like Tom Brady uh, retiring again this morning. So, <laughs> again, yet again, uh, and we just got a, a ten dollars super chat. Thank you so much from a uh, blown cloud one. Uh, said, uh, "Oh yeah, he, he's he's uh, riffing on the the famous song. Uh, I, I actually don't know the title of that song. It's Baby just got the, back. Baby got back. I I well, that's funny. I didn't know the title. I thought it was I like big butts. Uh, <laughs> so." That's what I would have guessed the title of it. Anyway, he's he's got a, f- a funny rendition of it. Um, really? Talking about talking about laptops and batteries. I like oh, big I bats. Uh, so anyway, thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's no. pretty funny. That of uh, course is it's a that is a, the the uh, one of the original uh, gang uh, gangster rappers, uh, Sir Mixalot. Yeah. For actually, <laughs> none of you know who he is. I have one of I have one of his. We know Sir uh, uh, Sir Mixalot. Come on. I have I mean, his, not that young. I have several of his albums on cassette tape somewhere. So that's, <laughs> okay, that's, that's actually okay, pretty so good. Gordon doesn't like it when I uh, indirectly reference his uh, age relative to ours, but apparently Gordon's okay with using it to remind us that we're younger than him. So I don't, I don't know what you want me to do anymore, Gordon. <laughs> no, because the thing is, I'm ageless because I listen to all genres from all eras. I was watching. We, my daughter, was watching some. Um, korean soap last night and i was like i i i really seriously thought like one i don't know who the who these people are but are they is this a vampire show because these people need to step into some sun get like a little light on <laughs> i mean that's that's the that's, that's the uh definition of beauty in some cultures is a uh, well, no, so. I, I get it i get it but is like clearly this is like oh you gotta like get a little it's like it's like you know sun is good for you a little bit not you don't want to like fry yourself but <clears throat> we are really getting off the tracks here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. Uh, we're, we're like, we're, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear Doc 
Yeah, we're, so do you, you want to summarize the news from this morning? or this? Uh, well, we, we got a couple Surprise. things uh, from this morning, but yeah, we, we got a, a surprise announcement from AMD that uh, we've been waiting. We've been waiting on info since uh, CES, the the pricing of Ryzen 7000 X3D parts specifically. So, Gordon, what's uh, what's the dealio? So the big the big deal is AMD just out of nowhere dropped uh, the prices and availability on the three X3D parts that will be coming. Uh, and you can see the story on PCWorld.com. Uh, or, of course, you know, it links to a YouTube video that AMD dropped in a Twitter uh, a video of David McAfee's uh, in the video announcing pricing. Top end 7950 X3D, 699 uh, mid-range part, of course, that's 16 cores. Mid-range part is the 7900X3D, 12 cores. That's 599 The uh, Ryzen 7 the, uh, X3D is going to come in at 449 The two Ryzen 9s will be available on February 28th, very, very soon, not February 14th. And the, X, the 7, Ryzen 7 7800X3D will come in a little bit later, about April 6th. So... Uh, the actual other information that came out of the video today, uh, there wasn't a lot, but you, they, are, they are recommending a minimum of a 280 millimeter all-in-one water cooler. And they are saying uh, to run these CPUs, you don't have to do much because uh, you just update the BIOS. And hey, by the way, all, all of the 7000 series actually have uh, uh, the ability to update the motherboards bios uh, without having to have another cpu inside so that's 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 the big things but the big thing really is is obviously the pricing because i think expectations of x3d what we saw at ces of course intel's 13900ks part also has since launched i think people kind of wanted to know how it would do against ks uh and this pricing is very aggressive to I think undercut KS on the top end part when you're looking at 699 versus the street price of the uh, KS part is about I was looking this morning is about 729. So oh, it's all about price. It's all about the pricing and value people here. So I, I that's why I'm we have our pricing and value expert. In fact, covers it heavily. That's uh, that's uh, that's her area of expertise. Elena, reaction to AMD's pricing this morning? Uh, I mean like. Kind of slotted in where I figured it would, you know. I, I was actually a bit surprised to see that the so what seventy nine fifty X three D say that five times fast, um, that was actually com- that comes in now at the same MSRP as the previous non X part. The other two I think are what fifty dollars more than the MSRP of the non X or X three D excuse me X three D parts. So I don't know. I mean. If you get the performance boost out of them for the applications you want, definitely $50 doesn't really seem like that much money. What I'm more interested in is finding out if this is going to affect the non-X3D part pricing. Because I think, was it earlier this week or late last week where uh, they were doing price cuts again? Like up to, what, 25%? Well, so... price cuts is probably not the right term. We've seen price decreases on retail parts. So... There's no confirmation they're official price cuts. No, right? price cuts in the sense of discounts, not yeah. necessarily price cuts in the sense of permanent reduction to MSRP. Right, right. Yeah. And I uh, just want to point out the uh, 7900X non-X3D was 549 versus 599 
there really wasn't a direct uh, 7800X. So there was a 7700X that came in at 399. This mm-hmm. one is 449. So you're right. There is there is definitely a little less value sort of in that mid range of a part is in in some ways and you can look at because it really does kind of step up but it is a higher clock part remind me the 50 5800 x3d was also 450 at launch right yeah yeah, yeah. so for i mean obviously it came down crashing down to, to closer to 300 in a lot of ways but yeah so i i can see where they're getting these prices i i think when i guessed it was more like like hey it would slot in right where the the non-x3d part was and then they'll just kind of like have the non-x3d part undercut it a little bit but yeah i mean i I don't think it's bad and a lot of people you know keep keep saying like it was weird because i remember people thought the pricing was bad but also a lot of people thought the pricing was bad, uh, especially when you thought of the whole um, having to get the motherboard pricing and the DDR5. So it wasn't just the CPUs. It was the whole package that you're going to buy into. So I feel like well, that that's a whole different thing now because, I mean, there are cheaper boards out there, right? I mean, well, I would say that. In my opinion, that applies more to the lower end. So the 7600X, that's definitely a big problem. I think when you're playing in the $700 CPU area, uh, paying for an expensive motherboard doesn't hit as hard. I mean, nobody likes paying more than they want to, but I think that's there's a higher tolerance for it there. We've discussed this before on the podcast. Um, there are supposed to be cheaper boards coming out. They keep saying that, but I haven't really seen a lot of movement yet on that at least in terms of options yeah and you know go ahead oh sorry i was going to say that i i think them starting with the 7800 x3d as the quote-unquote entry level 3d part 3d v cache part is probably a smart place to be just because it's not going to feel as bad to spend what 200 dollars on a motherboard for a 450 dollar cpu you know what i mean it's different if you're talking about what it's $300 CPU where you're like, I really don't want to spend like more than 150 on a motherboard and I want it to have more features than I'm getting. Yeah, no, I agree with you because if you're really looking at paying, putting down $450, I mean, we'll see what it streets at in, in three months after release, but I don't think that's the $120 motherboard kind of buyer, right? That's a higher performance kind of person generally. So it feels like well, you, would hope, really you would hope I mean, some people cut corners where they can. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a real that's a reality, right? But and that that's actually kind of where that mid range they're a little bit of a disadvantage. If still feels like against Intel because Intel does give you cheaper options because mm-hmm. there's just more you know there's it's more plentiful. There's DDR4, yep. so you have existing DDR4. So the mid range I think is they're a little mid range. Well, true mid range is a little bit. Um, they're 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 in a weaker position. At the high end, though, it looks. I mean, honestly, I think depending on how the gaming actually turns out against a, a competing Intel a competing Intel part, I, I think it they're in. They can't. I think the pricing is really kind of surprising because again, I I'm pretty sure I said this is going to come in at seven fifty and fifty nine fifty X was eight hundred dollars. Um. So. I really thought it would be $50 more expensive on the street, which isn't a lot, but uh, this this is at least the it, it feels like AMD is acknowledging that they have to to lower 
prices initially against Intel and also sort of the pushback from the, the original launch prices, it feels like. Well, yeah, and I mean, obviously, we've seen with the 5800X3D, it's a different situation, of course, but I think it launched a little higher, you know, and they were like, hey, we've got this new 3D cache, and then all of a sudden, prices came crashing down for a while. I don't know if that means the availability of the 3D cache was figured out, and so the price premium wasn't there, so hopefully, I, maybe for this one, it'll... I think it's going to be different. Yeah. Because uh, that, I think, is more related to the fact that the Ryzen 7000 parts launched in November. So the X, sorry, the 5800 X3D launched, what, it was April 2020, if I remember right, somewhere in the spring. And so it only had like maybe six months of life before Ryzen 7000 came along. And then it's like, you can't really keep it at that price point if you're asking people to pay like, you know, kind of in the neighborhood for newer parts with, you know, better performance. Yeah. Didn't that didn't that pricing come crashing down before Ryzen seven thousand though? Not crashing. I yeah, I think that's too strong a word. It was because it right, really well, was elevated closer to 300. For, three hundred. Definitely for about three months of its life, it was. And the thing is, you probably couldn't get it for five fifty. It was really hard to get initially, if I remember right. And then it really closer to seven thousand. It started to we started to see the the discounts on the retail parts turned into permanent pretty much permanent discounts right uh well we got a good question from uh or a, i guess a couple of them uh davina duckworth had asked earlier about the availability well, what do we what do we think availability on these do you think well actually there's there's a, another article on pc world that brad wrote uh he mm -hmm. said he, he his internet's back so he's uh, hopefully popping in soon but Yay. He has a, yeah so he has a, another article about the uh, under shipping chips, a or I'm just going to read the headline. Uh, AMD is under shipping chips to keep CPU GPU prices elevated. Um, right. How how does that factor into this? <laughs> well, I I would imagine that they, you know, it's clearly from the well. I don't think anybody really did. This is going to be something we're going to discuss on the back end of the show, but they it looks like they definitely were better at not stuffing too many pieces of hardware on the shelves versus Intel, but it still wasn't pretty for anybody. Uh, I think what we can see is that everybody will be very, very cautious going into all the launches for the foreseeable future. So you'll, you'll be able to get it probably, but there will be, depending on demand, they, they could miss like, what if the, the cold reception of 7,000 at the beginning is suddenly changes because now oh here the x3d parts are finally here so now we're gonna buy it now i i basically so like if you were gonna buy a 7000 part but you didn't want it you want an x3d now you suddenly want to buy it that's going to be really hard for amd to forecast like oh we need this many chips mm -hmm. so there's a good chance that it could be plenty of parts because by the way i need to buy some food for the week instead of buying a new cpu and it also could be like, oh, damn, you can't get these things for three months because suddenly there's this huge, huge interest in buying the X3D part, which has been hyped up, you know, before <laughs> 7,000 have been launched. So I, I think it's going to be really hard to predict that. And we just hope that they can, you know, manage that correctly. But you should probably expect to be frustrated if you're going to be one of those, I'm never going to pre-order anything type types. You could just be like, not going to get it. So. 
Uh, Is that a dig at Brad before Brad can defend his position? No, I just think that, you know, I, I understand. <laughs> I, mean, the whole I would say I would say don't pre-order. Uh, I, no, wait I, for I reviews. Just, we always say wait for reviews. So I, that. I disagree with that. You are. It's all a gamble. Gordon and, says just buy it. You know what? If you had gotten like so if you're the kind of buyer who like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a 90 class buyer. I need the best thing there is. And you didn't buy oh, 4090. You were you would have been waiting months to get one. It would literally, you know, full quarter just to get another 4090 because you you waited for the reviews. There are times when you can take that risk. You just have to understand you are taking that risk. But yeah, generally you do want to you do want to wait for reviews, but then you can't complain when you can't get the thing because you didn't pre-order it. So that's that's my 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 feeling. So just to clarify here, what, what you're saying, Gordon, is that you're advocating not the pre-order per se as a principle, but more as a hedge your bets kind of strategy. Well, no, he's, he's saying he's saying don't complain. Yeah, the, the whole thing boils down to don't complain if you don't get it without pre-ordering. Yeah, I mean, you can't really you, if you're not going to take the risk of that person like, you know, what, I'm going to stand out in line. I'm going to stand in line at Micro Center and get this thing. I waited all night to get this. You get it. Are you going to like, well, this is really unfair. This person waited in line for eight hours at Micro Center to get it when they open at 6 a.m. How come I can't get one? I came in like a week later or like, no, because ye waited in line for like eight hours in the cold. So don't complain about it. That's my feeling. However, also never pre-order. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, to me, that's a philosophy I'm fine with. But then you, I just think like, then you can't go on Twitter and write it and like, oh, the way, you know, it's like, oh, man. I bet wrong this time. That's what it is. I I don't know if pre I, I don't I don't pre-order typically, um, and I know it's different than video game pre-orders, but I actually think sometimes it could be beneficial maybe to have the review embargoes go live before the actual launch of the product because you can then pre-order and then cancel before you actually get something charged and shipped to you. Oh yeah, that's a that's I really so let's see I sell stuff and my shareholders like me to sell stuff Elena so that would benefit. Oh right, not the people who give me money to make things. So that I would say they would be like, no, you got to uh, pre-order. Pe the people who give you money to make things are the people buying your products. I get what you're saying about investors, but yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. disagreeing a little bit there. Uh, I disagree with that too because I mean, if you're just if you just said that everyone is clamoring for these parts after they launch and they can't get it, someone's going to take your spot. Yeah, the uh, for what it's worth, a lot of companies do if they're confident in their product, uh, do reviews the day before, is typically the way it goes. So if you see uh, pre-orders or reviews go live the days before these go up, then you can say AMD's probably feeling pretty confident. Yeah. S speaking of which, uh, Tycho uh, in the chat asked, uh, "When are we are when are we getting samples and benchmarks out there for these chips?" Oh, let me read from this internal email that says, "Do not <laughs> tell anybody about it." I don't know, and I couldn't <laughs> tell you even if I knew because you couldn't not even how it tell works. if you had an internal email saying uh, if if you had the date. No, yeah, I, we we try not to even comment on whether or not we are under embargo for stuff because that alone gives away if you are. So yeah, we're not allowed to talk about that. We don't want to get sued. Yeah. You don't want to get invited to an event that is like, hey, by the way, we have this secret event um, we're inviting you to. You can't talk about what's announced in the event. Oh, but I can talk about the secret invite you send. It's like, uh, no. What part of secret do you not? The <laughs> word is secret, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, we, we, we don't know. We don't know uh, performance yet. I think that obviously will be the 
the last thing uh hopefully if we do get some in that uh gordon will test it but brad uh what do you think about pricing we've we've moved past the pricing for our thoughts but what do you think about the pricing brad uh let me pull that up and look again real quick because this all happened right as my internet went out unfortunately this morning i can, uh, I can repeat it for you brad for okay that's not bad i like it like uh that fits in pretty much where the non-3d parts are right it's uh, above for the lower two parts, and then yeah. the top part is exactly the same price as the launch price for non X three D, nine fifty X. That looks fair to me. That's a lot better than it could have been if they did launch alongside the non X, the non three D parts. I think. Yeah. No, I mean it's. I and do you think that they're gonna the the non X three D parts are gonna get a permanent haircut now? You think one thousand percent. <laughs> yeah i definitely think so they i mean they said they weren't permanent when they announced them the first time and right. they did drift slightly back up after that but in general they've been holding to that black friday price that's not permanent so i think it's permanent not permanent unofficially <laughs> i mean but that's also part of the, the managing the uh supply though right it looks like of gpu and cpu yep yep i'm not i'm actually not upset about this especially after uh amv amd not to get too Inside Trader, base, uh, not Inside Trader, Inside Baseball here. Uh, last night, they confirmed, like, basically they're undershipping supply to try to keep prices up. So uh, I find these prices compelling, especially in that light. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I if, you're, if, you're, if you're buying an X3D part, it's because you're an enthusiast who wants the absolute best gaming performance. It's the exact same as with Intel KS. Like you're gonna pay more for that. You know what you're getting into. It it is a luxury part. So, how do you? How does everybody think this? Well, there's two questions I really have. The big the big question I think for people trying to make decisions now. One, how does this compare to Intel? And two, should I build a 5800X3D system? Right. Yeah. I would be fine building a 5800X3D system if I was still on AM4. I don't know if I would specifically go, uh, if I was building a whole new PC from scratch, I don't know if I would go AM4 at this point. I would go AM5 if you're looking to spend up on X3D part to begin with. Uh, the KS, we're going to have to wait and see the benchmarks. Uh, I don't find the KS's performance bump for the price very appealing, personally. Uh even though the six gigahertz barrier barrier is a huge milestone and should be celebrated. Uh, and I think there's a chance that these could be substantially faster than that. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see for benchmarks. Elena, Adam. I agree that for performance uh, comparisons, you have to wait until you have the benchmarks. Uh, I wouldn't say in hand, but available to you to look at and compare. That's what's really going to tell us well, who said it. It's like, there's no bad products, only bad pricing. Right. And so, we, so there's not so that we won't be able to tell, like, you know, how does the stack up against Intel and especially for the prices that they're asking until we see numbers um, for 5800 X3D. For me, I, I think still that there are definitely some people, maybe not in our audience, but I definitely think there are some people out there who will benefit from, you know, building a system with, you know, 5800 X3D. Uh but I mean, it's definitely going to be somebody who, you know, has like very specific caveats where it's like they're not looking to upgrade this. They're not really looking for this kind of, you know, future proofing. They have this kind of budget. They have these kind of, you know, applications that they use. Um, 
like I'm I guess kind of stretching that analogy out where it's like there I also feel like there's there are definitely sometimes bad products, but a lot of times good products that were good before don't necessarily die off immediately. It's just more of like they become more niche for people, you know, uh, who could still get use out of them. Yo, y'all might have talked about this while my internet was being stupid. But uh <clears throat> If uh, you were going to pre-order, I would feel m- more most comfortable doing the 7800X 3D because it's the single die, and we have a pretty good feeling how that will likely perform. Uh, <clears throat> the higher tier parts, I'm very excited to see because they can hit the higher clocks and some things, but the die is only on one of the... The X3D is only on one of the dies. So there is some question around how Windows will perform with that, whether how buggy it will be, stuff like that. So I'm a little bit... Like, I'm optimistic long-term for those parts, but I'm curious to see how it launches, and that's part of the reason why I wouldn't rush to pre-order these parts. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I, that that's my big question, too, because there was all that talk about the scheduler on uh, on 12th gen and 13th gen. Obviously, it seems like it's been ironed out uh, for the most part now from Gordon's fantastic testing, at least. Uh, but this one could be a little different. It could, could be a little uh, teething pains where it's like, I, I don't know if that means some games that would benefit from the 3D vCache isn't going to get that, that accidentally going to get the non-vCache uh, CCD, or does that mean that maybe one time you launch a game and you see that benefit, the next time you launch the game, you don't? Like, I, I bet there's going to be some sort of teething pains. I'm sure there will be something out there somebody people are going to find and, and just be kind of up in arms about, but yeah, hopefully... Hopefully that gets ironed out and whatever, you know, needs to happen on, on Microsoft side. Because AMD at, at, at CES, when we did talk about this, said that they don't have a thread director. They don't have any sort of layer that they're building into it. And they're they're saying Win- Windows is just going to just going to figure it out. But I, I personally don't have the best faith in Windows. So I guess we'll see where it, where it crashes down. Yeah, I mean, they, they are, there's definitely a lot of concern over that. Um, you know, AMD is putting very positive foot forward saying it's going to be fine you know it's it just works kind of thing um we'll have to wait and see i i kind of think like so getting back to the original question uh versus intel versus 5800 x3 i i definitely sort of see 5800 x3 as a really good budget build kind mm-hmm. of like alternative because they're no matter what even if you're buying that $450 X3D part 7,000. It's going to be significantly better in a lot, a lot of ways, um, even though it doesn't have the core count. But, you know, looking, if you go and look at the testing uh, Steve over at Hub recently did, Hardware Unboxed, uh, also like and subscribe to our channel, you know, 7,000 beat up 5,800 pretty badly in a lot of games because basically higher clock, more power, right? So I think you get all that benefits plus X3D it's going to be really, it's going to be a nice boost, but you still got to buy DDR5. Probably motherboard won't be as cheap. So X3D is really still like, oh, I can get still really, really good performance on yeah. my existing board. That to me is still like the winning <laughs> reason to do that. Yeah, if but, I remember right, uh, 7600X versus the 5800X3D was a pretty close fight. I don't think there was, like, I, I think it was you, Gordon, who commented like in our, one of our private chats about how like it's uh 
It was the part that neither Intel or AMD decided to discuss last year when Ooh. making their compa- Oh no, we lost Brad again. Yeah, oh, oh, the yeah, the oh, internet. No. The internet strikes again. <laughs> Comcast. New England internet. Um yeah, no, I I think it's it's because and this the reason why I was very much wanting to push back on 5800X3D uh in our our favorite products because I really thought 7000 was significantly better power all the all the stuff and I just kind of felt like that was a that was kind of a you know it was this disrespect to 7000 as well as Intel's 13th gen I just kind of think like if you're really into chasing performance and you know if you're buying an X3D part whether it's 5000 or 7000 you're you're obviously into it so I I kind of have a lot of problems with that still I I just kind of think X3D is an awesome part but you know, even you can save even more money by going with an Onyx 3D part. And honestly, you know, there's just some of that silliness. But I still think it's a it's a really solid budget person buy, especially if you have existing hardware. Makes a lot of especially if you're coming from like an older AMD. Like that's like all over upgrades. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like, necessarily. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say I wouldn't necessarily call a what street price three hundred ish three thirty part a budget part but i think if you were looking to upgrade your system then relatively speaking three hundred dollars is going to be cheaper than replacing a what a twelve hundred dollar system yeah i i guess for me i'm system. you're right i it's fair to call it a, like a budget performance part because you really are it does you know it does you know it it uh it outdoes its class uh for for what you yeah. would expect for thanks the to the part. It's really hard to beat it's hard to beat there but um you know, I, I would generally recommend seven thousand because there's just more upsides most of the time. And then versus Intel, obviously we don't know. In fact, you know, we're still again. I haven't finished testing KS parts, but I can tell you I've read the numbers from you know uh, Marco Hardware. There's plenty of other reviews on it. In every single review, in eighty percent of the the uh, charts, especially in gaming. 13900KS is at the top. It's over it's over over 13900K, you know, and it it just it's one of those things that the the chip was made to basically one break 6 gigahertz and two be at the top of that chart because the average person when they look at that chart and they go, "Oh, it's at the top of the chart. I'm buying the one at the top of the chart." That has a lot of value and I um I think that is mostly what AMD is focusing the uh, X3D part at clearly because um, $699 versus street price of $730 for KS is where they're going to be be battling. And I think um, I think it's going to be competitive with it. And I think it's a little bit of a tell because if X3D, 7950 X3D had come out and just like kick the crap out of the KS part, then why not go for $750, right? if it really was faster and everything. So I think that's just kind of like the pricing may, may be an indicator of that it may also may just be an indicator of reality too. But I, you do wonder if they clearly have chaos parts, they've been out for a little bit now, so they've tested them. They may have made price adjustments based on that. I don't, I have no insight into that. I'm guessing they, they clearly know how this chip stacks up against it. But for all I know, AMD's, AMD's tactic here is we're going to, you know, under, we're gonna we're gonna underpromise and overdeliver again. So this thing may come out and really surprise people too. So I mean, it'll I think it'll be very competitive between the the two parts because there's some things that 
that love Intel and there's some things that, that love uh, AMD. So, yeah, I mean, there's, I, I don't, I don't think you could just sit here and say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone should just get one or the other. It's always just up in the air. Yeah. It's like, well, what do you, what do you do? You know, what do you need it for? Like, yeah. I, you know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I are mean, you are, are you chasing benchmark numbers? If you want the one that has the most wins, sure. Go KS. But if you don't have money, <laughs> you know, don't, don't do that one. Money. Yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing is I, like chasing benchmark numbers is honestly how a lot of consumers kind of shop. You know, and it's it's unfortunate because, well, it matters to be number one in a practical manner. If you're not pushing it to the levels of everybody, it doesn't it doesn't matter that much. But the value of being first really, really does matter. So that's I, I, I understand people want to dismiss kind of chasing, you know, benchmarks. But it really it does as a marketing a tool it really does it just you, you can't understate how it's much. a halo part i mean right it's like uh, right. the 4090 i mean the amd does not have a graphics card or well, intel doesn't have a graphics card that can compete with 4090 it's like yeah they've, right. they've got the halo product uh eek 44 a friend of the show gave us a 169 danish crone thank you so much said uh i hope you're right gordon i love my ks part so there you go yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a chip you can it's gonna be again you take every single ks and you you've been out the best ones that's the best one it's like getting a pre where's that company that used to do the uh the bin parts i can't remember their name anymore it's like it's been like three months but it's like intel <laughs> binning it for you and charging you a little fee which is what that company did so you can't you can't complain about it of course people are going to get kind of like oh you know why'd you even bought it's like 20 percent more price for you know arguably you know five to eight percent more performance in stock you know, honestly, that's not that bad, you know, so obviously, but if wait, you're, what? says Gordon, it's not that bad. No, I'm really, because come on, you know, if you're, right. if you're, if you are out there to, to, to be first, are you the kind of person buying a 1300K? Aren't you the one that is like, oh, you know, I, I got to have more, right? If you can have a little more, our, our entire society, we've been, we've been, we've been, condition to oh it's a little bit more you know like you know all right well, a little uh, bit more <laughs> um uh, silicon lottery that was uh the name oh, that's it yes. uh that that everyone uh wanted to mention um and then we did have uh another a couple more super chats i want to get to uh goner me leggies uh always always a fun one uh gave us five dollars <laughs> thank you so much said uh this is a reminder for gordon to upgrade to windows 11 and support shiny new tech because oh boy that's Gordon, a... you love the newest thing Ooh. <laughs> well for reviewing yes for actual myself i'm still not <laughs> there's just some things that just kind of piss me off and there's some things that really like oh actually i can't remember what there was actually some improvement like oh actually this is a ui improvement that i kind of dig over windows 10 but i can't remember what it is now but it's just <laughs> generally i'm you know i will say direct storage is though is probably going to that may actually be the thing. There's definitely some things you should, and I'm going to say this again, Windows 11 is actually, the guts of it is just Windows 10, right? But it's going to be significantly, it's the it's the OS of the future. It's going to win. We're just right now in that fight with Microsoft that we have over UI that we always have, so. Um, well, uh, not an Apple fan gave us uh, 
10 euros. Thank you so much. Said, uh, I think 450 for an eight core CPU is a huge ask, in my opinion. The other prices are much better than I thought they would be. Great show. Thanks. No, thank you. Thank you for Yeah, that. it's really tough, right? Because, I mean, that gets you what? Can you get i7 down there, Elena, 13 gen? I'm not up on Sorry, that. one more time. I was checking something. Can you get a 13700Ks or they're about 450, right? I haven't looked at the prices recently for Intel parts. Let me check right now. I, you know, on you know, if you're, it's definitely you get uh, on Newegg. Nice... It's Newegg. It's four twenty one. Yeah, there's definitely an argument that if you need core count, thread count, you know, i seven still offers more. Especially, you know, Intel has really done well at that you know i five i seven range. If you ask me, over AMD, wow. right? What KF part is uh. 343 on B&H right now. What? 13700KF? Mhm. Wow. So if you don't need integrated right. graphics. That's pretty good. Oh, the Oh, the KF. I thought mm -hmm. you yeah. KS. Oh, holy smokes. Wait, which one? The 13700KF. Oh boy. I don't know. I couldn't do it. Like I would always pay that $30. It's like that it's like that stupid airline thing. Well, well do you want to pack everything into I your think the question bag? is the the <laughs> the 450 uh for the 7800X3D or one what or would you say 3 330 for a 13700KF? I mean, yeah. integrated graphics between those are really two. nice. <laughs> integrated graphics are really nice when you're troubleshooting. Everything's going wrong in the world. But is it it's worth very, very 80, 80 bucks? Have. Well, really depends <laughs> that's who a, you are. That's a bigger ask than normal. That's a, that's a good discount, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. For me, because I think having QuickSync, because I don't really care about the graphics engine. I care about the media engine. So not having the, the uh, K part kind of stinks. $80, though, is a lot of money. Once again, it so. depends on what you do. It if depends you on what you do. If you're just gaming, whatever. Uh, and you, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Brad said his his internet's down again, and uh, is he yeah. giving up? So I think he is. Yeah, yeah. Bop, we'll bop, we'll, bop. we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll pop in again. Um, but I I did a poll uh, eleven minutes ago. We got uh, almost three hundred votes. Wow, this is pretty good. Uh, are you going to buy a seven thousand X three D CPU? Twenty one percent said yes. Go ahead, pre order. There you go. Thirty five percent said no. 39% said wait for benchmarks and 6% said Intel all the way. So, uh, yeah. There, there it really just shows you AMD's mindshare um, these days because they really, they've been in front or they've been doing so well for so long now. They've really sort of changed that that uh, reputation of AMD that had developed in the old days, right? So that I think it's just like everybody sort of like gets excited about x3d so yeah uh we we do have a good question from uh goner me leggies gave another five dollar super chat thank you so much said uh will the advantage of the 3d vcash be lessened with the other chips having access to faster ddr5 versus last gen ddr4 uh my hmm. would probably guess uh less likely because D ddr5 is wow it's it's actually quite a bit better than ddr4 you're taking 10 steps back from the performance bandwidth that you're getting out of cache. So larger caches, on, especially when you're talking about <laughs> in the package cache, on die cache that they're practically getting performance out of, it doesn't, it's like, no, it doesn't even compare. That's like a 
it's like a SATA SSD versus an NVMe SSD. It's a, it's a, it's a quite a bit, quite a bit of a big difference. So probably it's bigger than that. So it's, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I doubt it, but we'll, you know, we'll have to wait and see, but I mean, you're going to get all the nice things. You're going to get that IPC increase of 7,000. You know, you're going to get DDR5. You're going to get Gen 5. There's all kinds of things that are going to be really, really nice and modern with the. And then you stack up the X3D on that. It's it's going to be a really mean part, right? There's no, there's no doubt about it. It's going to be extremely competitive, you know, probably going to lead the way in a lot of things. And it could be the best of both worlds, right? Sure, may, maybe it doesn't. Yeah, well, okay. Some games that benefit from a, a, a 3D V-cache, and I'm saying if it's the KS versus... Sorry, I have my fidget item. I keep dropping. Um, the 7950X3D versus a 13900KS. Yes, the KS, because of the higher clocks, might win in some games. Maybe the V-cache will make uh, Rise and Win in some games. So, you know, who knows? But if you also get uh that that ability to have you know that that huge core count uh, especially for like blender rendering things like that that we've seen a amd excel at it could be could be the best of both worlds yeah no I, it remains to be seen how that works out i i think you know like a lot of people got very angry like well you we should have put cash on both of these or even more cash um i think this is i more intriguing in a way I am predicting YouTube uh, screenshots, uh, thumbnails with uh, angered shock faces like like that, maybe. <laughs> or hold, that holding, will, up, <laughs> holding up a chip like, ooh. Well, but I'm, I'm just wondering if it's going to, if people are going to go like, because, you know, I think what we're going to see when we get X3D, especially at that the 7950X3D, the, the two-die one, there's going to be a lot of things like, wow, that cache is really making a difference. And there might be some things where like, oh, it's not quite working the way I, you know, it should be working or it's losing here. Are people going to latch on to the things that aren't doing that aren't quite optimized yet? Or, you know, hopefully, yes. are they going to latch on to that and then kind of like, oh, my of God, course. you failed by yes. doing this one thing wrong. Even though like, look at all this other good stuff, but let's focus on that one. good. Gordon, you, know, you don't even have to ask. That's we're human. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we we definitely have yeah, this the internet and also we're just human beings and human beings tend to gravitate towards like latching onto the negative. Especially if you're buying a 7950X3D at $700, you don't want it to to be unpredictable and mess up in some things, right, Gordon? No, but I mean this just like one of those things <laughs> like, well, so if they had so like let's 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 pretend we're AMD, we go back and say, well, "Gosh, why don't we just We'll just we'll just do two dies with X three on it, call it a day, and then oh well now the price is eight hundred dollars, right? Because you can't do it for you know six ninety nine. I, I again I have no insight into it, but it was clear that there were some of it was the reasons were technical, some of it was business, you know, because the argument is like yeah you know there's just like it just didn't really benefit any us. And they're modeling to to do it on both of them. And or, or the, time, or the benefits weren't it. worth the cost. Yeah, right? I mean, hey, which means what if they come out with a seventy nine fifty X three D KS that has that has yeah yeah got to do more X's yeah yeah we need more X's and then they put they put the V cache on both dies there you go and it's 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 wait what if it's three percent better for twenty percent more of the price you just said that's not bad oh no you know. Well, that's not 3%. If you were talking 8%, you know, then 
Well, but the then you get because there's don't definitely think you saw the joke. Yeah. Oh no, I know there. There are <laughs> there is an argument that yeah, if you had done this, then could you could could you would it have made sense? And then it really would be like it depends on one competitors. They know where chaos is now. They didn't know what chaos was going to be like. Whenever you know when this chip was designed, they had no idea. I think that's one thing people always think like they think. They think like decisions were made last week or two months ago or three months ago. Their decisions are made like, you know, a couple years ago. <laughs> and it's, it's again, it's like a, it's like a moonshot, right? You like you, you fire the capsule up, it comes down like, oh, you get out of the capsule. I was like, what? The earth's been destroyed is now being run by planet of the apes, right? You don't know what, what you're going to get. So I think they've, probably made the right bet right bet because they're coming right up against ks and this probably will be very very competitive right they're going to have some advantages should they have gone for an additional you know 10 percent more performance for an additional 15 percent more 20 percent more price i don't know you know again you know it doesn't mean we're talking 900 dollars but if they had done a seven hundred and eighty, seven hundred and fifty dollars more for eight percent more, is it? I don't know. But again, you know, they don't they don't tell each other what's going on. They're both launching their rockets, and they hope that they're they end up in front when they get there. And so I I am I I would actually understand if they had done that, and I just know that the internet wouldn't because then what would happen is if they had done a dual die X three D part and say it like loses in some things or because it's not hitting the higher clocks up against KS, then the internet would have been, oh, why didn't you make one without the, <laughs> they've been have asking for the exact opposite because we know how people are, so. Well, that, that's that's why I think they, they could still release one. And I'm, I'm gonna steal it. Uh, a friend of a friend, uh, says the 7950 XT 3D. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh, it's gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna, here, here we, here's my prediction. It's gonna be, mm-hmm. you know, in the summertime, maybe around uh, E3, the 7950 X. T3D can have Vcash on both dies. It's going to be a three percent uplift for twenty percent more money. And Gordon's <laughs> going to say it's it's that's not bad. So, well, it's so the official document or yeah, yeah, we, we, no, it, it mostly three percent is within the margin of error. You know, and there's definitely some things where KS is a solid eight to nine percent faster from the published. I, th- I think o- overall, overall three percent is uh, what a lot of reviewers were saying. So. Yeah, but that's kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it just it just depends on what you're you have to remember that it depends on the mix of the workload that the reviewer is running. If you're running all core loads or you know a lot of threads and you're just not going to hit as high a boost. But if Don't don't talk to me. I did I didn't I, I didn't review it. <laughs> I'm just saying there is an argument for it. I but you know, at the same time, you have to really respect AMD's ability to forecast the situations that everybody's in, the competitive landscape, the market that it's entering. To think like whenever they made decisions on X3D, we're going to be coming into 2023, you know, the the GPU thing will be over. And by the way, the entire world economy is going to be like heading to some bumpy, into a bumpy ride, right? I think you you kind of go like that is a really because if they had gone for the gold and tried to make this crazy thing that would have been even more expensive and you're launching into headwinds that we're going into that would not have been good so you got you got to respect that I I 
I'm okay with it. I understand. I under, that's why I don't get so caught up in the whole lit. I'm so angry, you know, whatever, you know, like just like it's a, it's ultimately still just a product you buy and it's not, it's not your team losing in the playoffs, you know, and I will tell you, it is a, it is a perfect, right. Cause it goes from like, Oh my God, the fans are like, Oh, we are going to win. And then you like, you lose. And then they are like calling for everybody to be fired, fire the water boy. That guy didn't bring the water out fast enough. That's why we like, Oh my God. They're like totally, cause I've seen it with these Niners fans. It's like, Oh, the radio's like, Oh, who are we going to fire now? That's the blood must be spilled. <laughs> Gods need to be appeased. <laughs> there you go. I like it's crazy, right? Like they are just like I just can't imagine but being in, in the NFL or any like. Oh, you're fired! It's like the season's not even over. Like, <laughs> can't you at least wait till this, the finals and the Super Bowl's over? No, you're fired. Everybody, fired, fired. You're fired. I don't even work here. You're fired anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I guess we, we, we will see what happens uh, later and hopefully hopefully get some uh, review numbers and, and come back and talk about it again. So, yeah, I think we should move on to the next topic, which uh, is Intel Arc updates, which uh, Brad wrote an awesome story over on PCWorld.com. And he was going to talk about it, but his uh, internet continues to elude him so so i think uh <clears throat> we're gonna stumble through this a little bit that i i did watch the the whole video uh intel released a video this morning one of those sit down chats between uh tom peterson and uh ryan shrout where they're uh you know just kind of talking about their updates uh for arc since launch and uh two things uh, the 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 two high level things that they wanted to point out for this update was the Street pricing for the A the Intel Arc A750 has been dropped to well two forty nine right two two forty nine so what is that a fifty dollar drop it's about forty if I remember right so yeah I, I and this is actually kind of funny because I uh, as some of you know uh, uh, PC World's own Keith May has been doing monthly check ins mm-hmm. on Arc. And I, I've been working real close with the closely with them to be like, okay, you know what, what kind of things can we add each month? Uh, what kind of things can we we change around? How how do we how do we look at things uh, so that it's it's interesting every month? Because uh, spoilers, sometimes you see improvements, sometimes you don't. So it just depends on on the drivers that are coming out. Um, but one of the th- in the course of of setting up for this this last one that just launched yesterday, go watch it. It's pretty good. Um, the I did I did some uh, uh, searching, and I, I like using trends.google.com for uh, being able to look at search and just kind of see what people are searching for. And I did a search for a seven seventy versus a seven fifty and a seven seventy searches way higher than a750 um and i i was i was curious i was like huh i wonder if that just means a770 is selling more anecdotally i'll say at least on our discord i've I've seen more people talking about the a770 specifically and uh so yeah i i wonder if this reflects they're like hey crap the a750 is not selling as much as as we want it to maybe we drop the price a little bit cool well, and probably maybe the separation wasn't there, right? Because they were what's say a seven seventies or three fifty for the sixteen gig one, I think. 
Uh, <clears throat> no, I ah, crap. Well, l- l- let me look on Newegg. I don't know if the prices uh prices changed. Three twenty nine so, for the top line, uh, mm-hmm. top of the line A seven seventy. Yeah, I mean that's, I think kind of at that level. Uh, again, <laughs> it's not much more. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at you know whatever the a750 was going let me see what the a750 is going for uh well the the, the price change is already on new egg so it's oh. it's two 250 so I, I can't remember the so it the historical was, pricing let's see uh so a770 16 gig was 349 uh a770 8 gigabyte 329 and a750 8 gigabyte 289 yeah, yeah it's a 40 it's a $40 decrease in price i guess that does give it a little bit more separation yeah because i I, also think oh sorry go ahead no i was just wondering what you thought like because if you're looking at 350 for 16 gig top of line 8770 versus 290 not a big deal close enough close enough for you both are you gonna i mean honestly that they they probably i mean they could have priced it that way maybe they wanted more people to buy the a770 and so they kind of price it i mean it's kind of like the the whole thing between the 7900 xtx and the 7900 xt a lot of people are like well crap yeah it's just a hundred more dollars if i'm spending a thousand dollars might as well get the xtx so i it could be it could be just one of those things where they're they're pricing it close enough that hoping hoping a lot of people will just jump up to the the next step so could also have been uh, maybe just how things worked out supply-wise, you know, what the material costs were at that time or when they locked it in. And maybe now that they can, they can afford to drop it or they see the sales and they need to encourage more sales in that area. So yeah. that's why it's getting dropped. Well, e- either way, on the on the other side of the, f- of the fence, they, they were very excited to compare it to an RTX 3060. Uh, actually, I think I have that slide uh, that I can I can throw up here. Um, yeah, yeah, I got it. So uh, they they were very quick to compare it to a 3060, which the 3060 uh, has been trending. It it stopped trending down <laughs> and kind of has been creeping back up a little bit as well. So they're saying, hey, listen, like you know, for for the price uh across all these games that they're showing i I can't tell how many games there is but it's a couple dozen across dx9 dx11 dx12 and they're like hey wow you know if if you're looking at a 3060 12 gig versus a a750 the a750 is the the way to go they they only lose in a couple games there are a couple games on on the the chart that they lose to but yeah i do feel like i mean obviously Brad is the person that we wish were here to discuss this, you know, with all its nuances. But (laughs) I feel like if he was here, he would point out that there's like a big fatty asterisk on that, right? There's caveats still (laughs) attached to these cards. So, uh, you know, the fact that they have to move the price down if, you know, we're doing a callback to what Gordon said earlier in the show about it it being like pricing being a tell. You know, if you're really confident in your product and it's selling well, you typically don't need to do a price cut. Yeah, sure. although I, I would, you know, I mean, it's one of the problems is, is, um, and again, we're we're just basically making guessing, which is we are, which is fine because we're we're. It's not, the internet, this, Gordon. This that's, is that's the internet. What, that's what we know on the internet. <laughs> the internet rules apply to the packets, and it could also be they are just simply they are chasing 
you know, market share, right? Because they, they've got the parts. They want to, they want to get them out there, and they, they want to show improvements. And what was that? Uh, there was a JPR report showing that um, Intel actually made the biggest great gains, right, since Arc came out. But against AMD, but not against, uh, not against uh, Nvidia. They're they're eating into AMD rather than eating into Nvidia. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it, it's it's interesting. Uh, the price drop, the performance, yeah. So the the other the other end of the story that they were really pushing is DX9 performance. Obviously, early on when they came out, they were. Uh, I mean, I I feel like even when we interviewed them before launch, they were like, "Hey, listen, our our focus is on DX12, modern games, DX11, DX9. You know, we're 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 trying to to focus on, and we'll get there." Um, and they, I I don't. <laughs> I'm not as well versed. Uh, yeah, I wish Brad or Keith were here to talk about the the intricacies of it. But the the way they're getting the DX9 performance is kind of interesting. It's not just pure horsepower. They're doing some sort of emulation layer uh, oh, to to get right. that performance. But their their other big push is that hey look look now DX9 performance is getting up there, uh, which is 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 pretty big. Um, let's see what they their their big number was. Well, just looking at again the you can actually go to Intel Graphics uh, channel to see uh, uh, Ryan uh, and Tom's yeah. video. Sorry, my brain just is just kind of clogged up there for a second. But it's pretty like CS:GO is seventy four percent of fourteen forty p with a A seven fifty LE. Yeah, they're, uh, so they're saying on, on average the DX nine games that they tested, uh, which include uh, CS:GO, uh, was an average of forty three percent faster than the launch driver. And sixty percent smoother, uh, meaning the one percent lows and ninety nine percent tiles and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So um, I did think it was interesting that they were comparing it to the launch driver and not the the latest one because there were already was some DX nine upticks. I remember that in Key series we added a couple DX nine games. Uh, one of them being uh, GTA five, and one of the driver releases. I can't remember. It was either month two. Yeah, I guess it was in the month two video. The DX9 performance in that actually jumped big time from the launch driver or the uh, or whatever driver he was using before that. So, yeah, it, it's interesting. We, we were actually we actually found it really hard to find DX9 games that had built-in benchmarks that people were still <laughs> using, which was interesting. I, I I looked at all the lists that Intel was showing, and I was like, crap, none of them have built-in benchmarks. I mean, CS:GO, but. Uh, uh, Keith already has that one on his on, on his suite, but yeah, even that's third party. So, but I I think I I can I can understand it. Companies don't you want to show? I, I their messaging is yeah we because I mean clearly the fact that they are getting all this great performance improvements says two things. One is like wow we're making big improvements in performance. You know, yay for us. It also means like <laughs> you really suck when you came out too, right? <laughs> you, right. You had the yeah. fact that it is like, whoa, why did you even? And that's that was actually part of the the sort of like baggage around Arc's uh, launch was like these drivers are bad. Like they're like they're not just bad; they're kind of like a lot of more broken. A lot of stuff, people, a lot of complaints. Yeah. And I think it's I can I can see it's a good way to say like, hey, look. We knew they, they they blew, but look how much we've improved, right? And we're still improving them. So there's more improvement that goes. I, I get it. I, I think I can excuse that. So I, I think I think that's why I'd want to do it rather than doing it like that. And again, that's what Keith is doing. So he's testing it every other month to just see as track the improvements as they go along. But 
it, yep. it always goes up, right? So that's that's a nice plus for ARC, especially coming off a really rocky launch that it did. Yep. I think it's good. Well, I, I'll say it, it doesn't always go up, though. In, in, in Keith's yeah. video yesterday, like most of the games actually had, you know, within a margin of error. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't a huge driver update, you know. But so, it this, yeah. It doesn't go down, though, right? I, I mean, that's. I think more importantly, it's that we're also seeing fixes to some of the big the really big caveats at launch, right? So Brad mentions in his article on PC World, you know, specifically that, um, you know, all the specific driver bugs that he mentioned in his initial ARC launch review have been fixed. So, I mean, that's a that's a pretty big improvement as, you know, as it stands. Again, as Gordon just said, you know, you kind of start, uh, you kind of start near the, the floor. So you, uh, you have a lot of ways to... You can go you know, downstairs, I think. Kind of like... <laughs> go up it looks much more dramatic those improvements but uh brad is actually even saying though that uh against the rx6600 which you know is a pretty solid choice especially if you're concerned about 3060 pricing that uh the a750 can kind of be a good choice a, a fair choice if you meet the criteria of like playing big blockbuster games as your primary sort of gaming experience or if you really want to try like ray tracing um and 250 is a decent actual you know more budget friendly price which we haven't seen in what three years four it's been yeah. a long time i mean it feels like a like a 2017 price almost like for it, yeah it does like remember like oh 30 60 250 all day right or not 10 60 like yeah in, the in RX the 580, the uh, long-running champ for the budget boxes for the longest time. <laughs> right. I was actually kind of surprised because I was looking at some of the pricing, uh, street pricing, and I can't find it, of course. Where's my street pricing pain? So Newegg, and I use Newegg because unlike Amazon, who's always kind of want to playing like, we'll serve you stuff if it's if it's not in stock. They try to serve you stuff that is in stock, so it gives you an idea of you know stuff that's more expensive. Uh, thirty sixty an uh, MSI Ventus for three forty. That's and then a lot of these thirty sixty cards are right around three hundred sixty bucks. These are new, not refurb. And the sixty seven hundred XTs are actually pretty compelling too because they're new. Another MSI MSI Mech for three sixty. That's a Radeon RX 6700 XT. A lot of these, well, actually, no, it's pushing into 400. So there's a few down at the, that 360 to, to 400 range. But I'm actually kind of surprised because in, AMD, the 360 seems like they're actually pretty reasonably priced. 3060 Ti is definitely a little bit more. And an AMD seems to offer you a little more performance for less money, but Everybody seems to be buying ARC if the numbers from, you know, JPR are correct. It it yeah, I don't know. It 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 depends. I mean, I I think it somebody asked this uh god, where did they where did they ask that? Um <clears throat> I think it was on on one of our videos in the comment section. Somebody was like, "Hey, oh, oh, is for for Keith's video yesterday. Hey, would you would you rather go this or that?" And it was AMD versus versus Intel and I was just like I mean, listen, I mean, you know, it, buy, never buy for future promises. Yes, Intel only has up to go, but 
but like at least you know with with radeon i mean if if you just want a game and you just want to make sure it works you know like it's easier to be like well you know what this is going to work uh versus you know will will the arc work is there going to be driver crashes is the performance maybe going to get better so it's just a, a lot of question marks so it's like you know which which one are you willing to <laughs> to throw your money in I, I i would still lean towards the radeon uh personally but well i one i just want to address that never i never say never except when you're saying never, I guess, but never say never <laughs> because it's just like, I just disagree with that. Like there are times when you do want to, you do, if the risk is worth it, the benefits are worth it, then it might be that risk. And I think early on I said, you know, ARC was actually a pretty decent bet because you knew it. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't at ground floor as Elena was saying, it was actually lower than that. Then like they dug a hole <laughs> Like the DirectX nine stuff was like it was like they, they like they dug into the sub basement like they hit the clay and then the water they hit the water level is like it's I was saying it could get better you know there's definitely better upsides than buying an equivalent AMD or Nvidia part which you know is never going to really get significantly better. Arc and now months months later Arc has gotten better so I I would disagree that sometimes future promises can be worth it if the upside is there. Yes, but you don't necessarily buy it immediately with the hope that it goes there. Man, well, I, I, I don't know about you, Gordon, but I've I've bought way too many things with the promise, and I've been burned way too many times. So maybe for me, I'm like, man, I've been well, burned way too many same yeah, times. Yeah, no, you have to because like this is we are conditioned to sell uh, stuff. They sell us stuff based on look how cool it is. Look at the jazzy features. Never gets any support, um, but you have to base that risk on the bet. Do I think, did I think Intel was going to try to improve Arc? Yeah, I, I thought that was a good bet. Do I think, for example, NVIDIA would have put, um, here's a classic example, you know it's coming. Were they going to put more effort into 2000 series over 1000 series? Right? <laughs> that was, and again, that was the same thing. You, If you had bought a 2080 instead of listening to everybody and buying a 1080 Ti, you would have got DLSS. You would have got, you know, you know. There's just so many improvements. You would, you could got Nvidia Broadcast running it on your 20 series today. Yes, but right? you still are talking about a base. We're talking about baseline performance here. We're not talking about extras down the road. Yeah, but I'm saying you're... I'm just saying when you spend two hundred and fifty dollars because that's the maximum. Sorry, two hundred and ninety dollars because that's the maximum you could afford for your budget. You are going to feel. The, the lack of performance that much harder because it reminds you and like I'm speaking from a place that I had to live this so this is not a judgment this is me recalling my own memories of man I hate feeling poor like that's what it <laughs> reminds you of right like you don't it feels crappy like you when you spend that much money you want to feel like you got something good for that especially when it means that much to you so I think that's a good argument that you have, Gordon, for people who are like, hey, I want to invest this. I want to support this new technology. I, I'm going to put it in a secondary box. I'm an enthusiast. I can afford to drop a $250 for funsies. Like, yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, buy her future promises, see where it goes. But when you're actually, a, I wouldn't say poor, but a person on more specific numbers, it, it feels bad if it don't work right out the box, man. 
I, yeah, I am yeah not, at, at, that, at that price level if, if you're if you're tight so on money bad. don't take that gamble i'm not trying to make a, a political uh statement here i'm i'm just simply giving you the facts that future promises is i just think the whole pushback against buying on future promises like look do i think would i have recommended five years ago that everybody had to buy an eight core cpu everybody even the, no you did not have to buy an eight core cpu five years ago right not everybody had to it's nice to have it and you know the prices were getting better and honestly that is buying an eight core cpu buying a 12 core cpu buying a 16 core cpu was all future promises right same thing because you didn't you didn't really know what was coming I, and those. again up what? front when you pot it <laughs> i guess i'm well, not seeing but it. at the same time yeah look i i recommended again when arc launched you, you don't i mean honestly it was like for me i was like no like, the perfect example is for the regular gamer like a kid is a good example sort of of your you know i i i'm not really sure i like the, the term poverty class build but a kid that's doing not what a, I said. That's not no, what I, know. I said. Or you're saying you hated to feel poor, and that would kind of. I'm just saying, <laughs> if if you are somebody who doesn't want to deal with drivers, you know, you're. I mean, honestly, the, the biggest weakness of Arc when it launches, like the vast majority of people in the lower, the, the entry level gaming, they are playing a lot of older games. They're not playing these AAA titles that cost ninety dollars, right? There are a lot of playing older games, a lot of free to play things that don't take advantage of it and it just didn't make sense i was totally down with don't buy it buy an nvidia card frankly buy an amd card because you were just getting more for your money you knew where it was you knew where you knew you knew where that floor level was and arc was an unknown right and and i i, so I guess for an so you're contradicting buyer, yourself <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not, like, I'm not contradicting. Like you said, you said when it came out, don't buy it on future conflated. promises. But now you're yeah. saying it's okay to buy on future promises. No, because I'm still working on my. I'm still speaking, Senator. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when it came out, go look at the tape. I said for an advanced buyer, and people roasted me for it. For an advanced buyer willing to take the risk, it's probably not a bad, not not bad, right? So you bought an Arc when it came out, and you knew you were going to live with some driver issues or whatever. You got DisplayPort 2, you got AV1 encode, you got all this cool-ass stuff for the future. And by the way, they were going to put a lot of effort into fixing their drivers. But you had to be willing to live with the potential sides like, oh, by the way, ARC is done, right? That that was a risk. Two, that maybe it wouldn't get better. But honestly, look where we're at now. So I think the risk can be worth it for the advanced, for somebody who's willing to live with it. And again, that's why there's just no, there's no ones and zeros here, even though... The cards are ones and zeros, but there's no absolutes. And for a regular person, just want to get a machine, play the free-to-play games. You go with you go with. It's hard to beat Radeon today, right? For the value, but for somebody who wants wanted to take that advantage of of the future promises, it's been nothing but gravy at this point because you're getting now performances like what thirty sixty Ti thirty. It's like I, I have to look at the numbers, but it's it's a very competitive uh, card at this point in some games. So. How could you, the value of what you got out of it? I don't even see that as. 
<laughs> Sorry. I just feel like Adam, you and I just watched Gordon yeah. just like argue himself in like a circle at this point. No, because what, what the it's hell? There's, here. there's no here. one there's no one scenario. There are there are thousands. No, I agree. I agree. Scenario. I just feel like you have you are trying so hard to argue all the different points to this that you've ended up like conflating things that you didn't mean to. Like, no, because you're like the whole I, idea that somebody it's, it's is cute. only gonna play it's older cute. games on, on a two hundred and ninety dollar card is pretty funny. <laughs> well, yeah. That why, why is that funny? Why? The, because I am not, not. I am not gonna spend two hundred and ninety dollars on a graphics card and not play AAA titles that came out recently. I may not have it cranked up to the same degree as somebody with a you know. It's crazy. Like we we've been so deprived of mid-range cards because like a $250 card is not even a budget card in my opinion like a budget card is $130 like we're talking about that that's the kind of thing I would put into a Fortnite box you know what I mean like a $250 to $300 card is a really good mid-tier card we just haven't seen them in years so at <laughs> yeah. this point it's changed our anchor point like like the way you're talking Gordon suggests to me that you've gotten so used to the idea of like a 3060 a, like whatever the 4060 when it comes out that like that five what four hundred dollar range is now like your mid-tier and it wasn't before it was not like that was starting to reach into like the enthusiast class of card and before the 4090 was just like a aspirational kind of card for a lot of gamers and now we talk about it so casually like that's of course like that's top of the line you're gonna get that you're gonna spend thirteen hundred dollars on the card and it's like what no i have three hundred dollars on my budget for this <laughs> i uh I was looking at the, my watch. Yes, I saw. And so there's this thing. It's called, um, man, it's really hard to understand. I'm not a scientist, but it's called time and it moves. And I was looking yeah. at, I was looking at my system clocks, like to see the year, to see if it was 2023 or freaking 2017. I don't think people have caught up with current events, but $300 is the new budget class card almost. There, it's, it, People need to possibly face a reality. That everything is. No, never, I would say I would say that's APU. It's not ever going to go. Back. I would say the the APU has is the budget card. Well, that's there's there's yeah. no one hundred and eighty dollar card anymore. It's it's APU gaming. But I think people need to really grasp onto the fact that we may not. And I'm not saying this is. I'm saying this is. I'm hoping for it. But the reality is, things are just simply not going to go back to what they were potentially until there's a such a collapse of everything that they really have to ratchet these prices back and everything comes back down. I but, don't disagree with that. I'm just so saying why, though. Why in the world would you say the $300 video card is not basically that's that in the that's last the four reality. Years, yes. That's, that's reality. the reality. However, it doesn't mean that it feels good as somebody no. who wants to play games and i think it's honestly i mean i love you all but i think it's really classist to say that you don't expect somebody to play a uh triple a title that just launched on their card i mean you buy you you buy these 
graphics cards to play games as many games as you can i mean and if you're going to talk about how the pc is open to all you can't necessarily relegate somebody to the back corner because they can't afford the card that you think that they should be using to play those games and at the same time like poo poo on consoles because the console would obviously allow you to play these games when they come out so i just think it's really i just think it's really unfair to people who have limited budgets to say that you're never going to do this with this kind of card you should never expect this it's like okay then stop crapping on them for buying consoles if that's what you're going to say so you're saying also real quick to add on to that i i I don't look at my Steam Deck as something that I should be playing the brand new latest and game greatest games on, but a lot of people do. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, sure. That's that's not that's not how I would play with it. Wait, but you know. <laughs> so you and Elena are saying you are perfectly fine with the performance of Arc on GX nine games. Wait, at what? Launch. I feel like that's a leap. I just yeah, kind of no wondering where you're getting. I'm that. sorry, that was a big weakness of that card. It right? is. That That's the, the reason biggest... why we were saying that, like, this is not a card that we would. Right? Like, that's why Brad was like, "Yo, there's so much potential here, but don't buy on future promises." But, but yeah, Elena, we, we I'm buying this card to play AAA games, right? I'm, you know, that's. I, I don't like, understand. I thought you were point, No, the point is that if I'm spending three hundred dollars on a card and I want to play the latest triple a game i don't want to go in there and realize wow there's a lot of bugs with this wow my game's crashing oh how come my frame rates are so terrible i could have spent the same amount of money on a different card maybe used maybe uh waiting for a sale and i would just be able to play it out of the box without having these problems and like now you're coming back and saying like well because everything worked out then you should have been fine in the past. Well, you didn't know that at the time. You didn't know that at the time. So it's just, it's just this I don't crazy even understand circle that you made. It's just, the, I don't know. What is even <laughs> the issue here? I don't understand. Like, again, it, we rewind to Arc Launch. It was a hard no for everybody, for the, the average gamer. The average, again, mm-hmm. entry-level gamer, because that was the situation when I think, it came out. I think the issue you right? were saying, you, you were saying, that it's okay sometimes to buy on future promises, even though oh, yeah. at Arc Launch you said you shouldn't buy on future promises. <laughs> I did say you should buy on future promises. If you are the person that is willing to live <laughs> right. with right. taking that risk and actually, <laughs> again, as you look at the videotape, I said for advanced, for somebody who's more advanced, yes, willing to live with it, take that bet that you're going to be where we are today. For somebody who is just going to buy this thing, play free to play games, no. Right. I don't even understand what the what is. Are you not understanding the concepts coming? Uh, what 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 uh, what's the problem? The, here? I think that question can be bounced right back at yeah, you, sir. Yeah, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're conflating some weird stuff. Anyway, I, we should like, move on. We should move on. Uh, that's going to be the more contentious. Topic, I, don't even actually. Think, I swear to God, I'm going to go back <clears throat> and take those videos, download them, edit them so that we can like. No, like, no, write down, Gordon, Gordon. Nobody's nobody's saying that you didn't say that. <laughs> then what? But, what the hell? Like but, he was like. But now, I don't you, now you're saying. Now you're saying it is okay. No, uh, anyway. I, no, I'm not saying for that. It doesn't. <laughs> it still doesn't. And that's still again the basic problem is for the average person. And I literally just said this five minutes ago. For the average person buying their kid a machine, the best bet is Radeon for the money for the performance you're getting. 
right? And honestly, if you go a little bit more for NVIDIA... And, and stability. Well, I, I think it's also yeah, stability, course. too. Yeah. But I mean... How, how often do you have to play the IT person? <laughs> right. Well, you don't... I mean, you we're sort of like... We're imagining the, the, the parent with the kid. You don't want to deal with this. You know, you want to like... So you just want to buy the thing that's going to work. And ARC has always been about a, a journey. It's It really is an odyssey, right? And I don't think for that class of buyer, they, they shouldn't have done it back then. Even today, probably still hard to say, you know, hard, definitely a harder buy, but it's it's looking better, right? All right? Here's my question, though. Here's my question before we move on to the next swing. Would you, would you both say it's a hard no? And actually, it's kind of bad because, and again, if we go back in time, I said for advanced buyers, it was worth the risk. Brad was hard no. Like, this thing is just not, it was not ready to launch. Would you both, would you both today recommend who would you recommend arc for today in the shape and say because it's very attractive pricing where would you put it uh, for for me i'd say it, it's interesting because keith for his you know he has a section in his video about stability because uh, listen I, I i'm not running it day to day for me personally it's a hard no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting it in my work box it's not in my gaming box it's a hard no yes uh for for keith you know, who has been doing all this testing, he still has some, some bugs that he runs into, like, especially with like a capture card, uh, and you know, like HDMI stuff or whatever. Um, but then I was watching a friend of the show, BPS customs, Brian Stroh. He, he did a video kind of going back and looking at his performance. And then there was another video. Oh man, I can't remember crap. There's another video on YouTube that just came up in the past week of somebody trying arc for the first time or, and kind of getting into it and see how it is. And they were just plagued with, with uh, driver problems. Like yeah. it was so, I, man, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hard. No, I no, I, I, I don't think it's a hard. No, I think it's more like a 90% no, you know, or 95% <laughs> no. Uh, if man, if, if you got the money and you're willing to give it a try, sure. Go for it. But I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with it. <laughs> so, I would say for me personally, it's been a hard no. I have not put them in well, my systems. No, so. not for. I mean, you don't even count because you do, you do DaVinci, you do Premiere. Again, it's Nvidia's world and AMD and. and well, no, and that's not true. I actually it, so. did think about doing it. Right, sometimes I like to to switch to something else and be like, hey, you know what? Like, I could do I could do content around this. I could you know try it out and and see how my experiences are. And then I was like. Mm. I'm 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 not even comfortable doing that. <laughs> just well, just to, just to make content for so. I don't mean for yourself, <laughs> but like if you're making buying recommendations to somebody for some you know body building their first box on a you know building a sub one k box, what? Yeah, I, I'd say like, no. It's probably like ninety eight percent. Now I'm thinking about it, it's going up. So it's not a hard no, but ninety eight percent is pretty hard. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty close to a hard no. So. Yeah. So this none of this has changed that that outlook. I mean, it's better for damn sure, but yeah, I mean, it, I I still think, and a lot of people have said this in the chat. I think it's it's a first gen product, and they know that, and they've had teething pains, and they're doing awesome work on it, and that's awesome. I definitely commend them. I mean, hell yeah! Like I can tell that those guys in the video were like excited to be like, oh man, like check out what we're doing. Like we're we are you know improving, and I'm I'm like cool. That that, that is awesome. But it's yeah, still at this point, there's still too many, still still too many unknowns, still too many unknowns, and I I just yeah, <laughs> it, it'd be hard for me to recommend it. Okay, Elena. 
Not a hard no, but I definitely think that it's one of those things where you have to talk to somebody, figure out their use case, and then uh, make a recommendation accordingly. It's pretty low on my list for most people that I talk to. I think I would fully agree with you on the whole, like, if you like to tinker, if you don't mind taking a, a an unexpected or unpredictable journey through this. I mean, the Odyssey is about this dude who has some pretty crazy adventures before he finally makes it home. So died too, you know, right? Homer died. Homer Simpson uh, died what? in that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't say it's a hard no, but it's a very heavily caveated yes. Wait. This is like, like the, the the yes would have caveats, is what she's saying. Oh, okay. So it's mostly oh. no, but if it's a yes, it would have caveats. Because I was I was definitely set on Adam's ninety eight percent scale, and then you hit me with a four stars or three stars, but with asterisk, you know. <laughs> you know we you know the classic. Oh, I this magazine has stars. This one has percentages. Which one do I? How do I convert those? Yeah, but okay. Uh, I'm any, just wondering. Anyway. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff. I mean, either way, and, uh, somebody said this, uh, with Keith, uh, I think in our discord, Keith was like, man, this is, this is one of the most interesting GPU launches in recent memory, which is why he, he has loved doing this monthly check-in series because he's just like, man, this is, who knows what's going to happen with this story, right? Battle Mage could come out, Celestial could come out. It could be just just awesome uh, meteoric rise for Intel graphics, and you know, just the change in the market. Uh, but it also could just be a blip on the radar. Uh, he's yeah, he's been very excited about it. I've been very excited about it. You know, we 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 work hard monthly to to kind of put together that video and and what it will be like. So if you have any ideas and and you you want them kind of uh, put out there, definitely let us know because we're, we're we're definitely tweaking it every month. Uh, because yeah, it's, it's an interesting ride. It is definitely an interesting ride. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, uh, I, th- I th- all right. Well, I think we covered most of the updates. Uh, if, if <laughs> not, go, go, go watch the, the video. Yeah. I, I, I linked, I linked the article or I, I linked the video in the description. If you, if you actually want to watch the, uh, uh, the Intel provided video anyway, uh, we're, we are what, Almost, almost two hours deep, and yeah, we we have a topic, topic. Oh, oh I didn't hold on. Let, let me let me switch out the actual topic because I have the old one in there. Uh, the topic number three is uh, the PC is dead. Gordon, is is the PC dead again? What what is what is this? People have been confused. Yeah, it's it just basically the you know because this originally this was the top topic before Intel and AMD kind of to push it to the bottom and it was just discussing all the bad news because there's just been a you know a lot of bad news for everybody uh although amd did better uh, last yesterday than intel until clearly there's a lot of bad news around its financials and you know clearly the the headline you will see as you look around the internet is you know pc sales fall off a cliff kind of stuff because basically uh, the the uh the buying habits of uh, of consumers are like they're not buying PCs right now as much as they were a year ago, um, and that is uh, the numbers look really bad, right? They're like a pretty like twenty percent, thirty percent fall off for companies uh, quarter to quarter. Everything just kind of looks like it's off. It looks like the whole like uh, the whole 
you know, pandemic buildup on buying computers is, is kind of over. I just wanted to point that out because I thought it was interesting because it was a good way to wrap up all of the bad news. And that's everything because it's, it's not even just PCs. Like phone sales are down. I mean, even Apple phone sales are down. That's just like, you know, things are bad. Uh, and we're expecting to go into, you know, probably, you know, really bleak times again for memory makers. So that's, you know, all your, your, your usual suspects of memory makers, you know, so RAM, NAN, it's all going to basically look like it's, it's going to cool off heavily. So that's why the PC is dead topic is there because I'm sure someone will say PC is dead. You know, I'm sure someone will launch that story because the PC is dead. Ridiculous, of course, because you have to factor in you're coming off, you know, crazy, crazy three years of people buying every sing single thing you can you can make. Now we're getting to cool off from that and it's going to go to a hangover. We'll see how bad the hangover is, but it's bad for everybody. Definitely Intel, who really leaned into it, you know, trying to push out all the prices at very aggressive, very aggressive product list at very aggressive prices they didn't even raise prices like they were going to originally they have kind of slipped them in quietly but um basically everything is coming to a screeching halt as we head into you know official recession probably and uh i'm just want to talk about wrap up all the bad news into one thing in the <laughs> topic that the mainstream media oh. will of course push as the pc is dead yeah, well, it is it is interesting. Yeah, that like PC sales or you know and and profits and all that stuff. Even even during the hardest times of the pandemic, it was hard to get things and manufacturing problems and shipping problems and all that stuff. But still, sales were through the roof, <laughs> and uh, prices were through the roof. So profits were through the roof. So things are stabilizing a little bit more. But then now it's like yeah. It's like went up and then it's like, oh boy, wow, actually, it's kind of going down, which could, I mean, it could mean to, well, I mean, apart from the, the RAM and SSD stuff you're talking about, I mean, it could be discounts, right? I mean, some companies might need to, to slash prices to, to, yeah. to, to get sales going. No, it's the classic buy the dip, right? So if you basically, you can expect that in the next, you know, six to 12 months, Prices are probably going to head south, even even at the high end. You can expect even GPUs, hopefully, to take a little bit of a well well deserved lower prices as as demand cools off. We'll have to see if the cool if the cool off is that much, especially at the high end. But I would think, you know, if you were really frugal and you save your money and like, hey, now, like honestly, the, the bad times are when people who have the resources get the best deals. It's unfortunate because yeah but that's the way of the world right i mean look at housing right people <laughs> this is the best time for corporations that have tons of money to snap everything up so and yep. it'll be the same thing for consumers like i i kind of like uh i bought this four terabyte ssd i'm like uh, i'm a i'm a sucker because <laughs> i kind of think like you know in six months that 300 dollars four terabyte samsung drive might be 250 even 200 i can i can only hope i don't think it'll be there well, but. prices for ssds tend to always trend down so it thankfully that was one of the things that kept going even during the pandemic so i don't think you can say that you you were you know, made a mistake in buying that at the time you did because if you bought it and you are using it then you're getting those months of use out of it versus versus if you bought it and held it and didn't use it then yeah waiting 
another six months to a year for it would have been the smarter move. Hmm. You know what I should see is like, has my return window expired? <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> If you bought from Amazon, it was yesterday. really? Yeah, it was the 31st. Uh, For what? For, I'm sure it is. For holiday stuff? Yeah, for holiday <laughs> stuff. yeah. January 31st was the last day to return. <laughs> yeah, that always happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the, the PC, people have been uh, just... curious what we mean by the pc is dead and i think it, it's it's more like hey two things number one watch, watch out all, all the the mainstream analysts and media are, are gonna be pro pro proclaiming as such uh but also i mean hey i mean everybody kind of knows going into it that that uh, you know we're gonna need to be tighter with our our wallets and who knows how that's gonna shake out it's either gonna make prices drop across the board or Who knows? So Yeah. I have a legitimate question, though. Why, why do industry analysts and the mainstream media say that PC is dead or is dying when when other industries hit a dip? They don't say that. Like when travel is down, they don't say, oh, is travel over? Are we never going to fly an airplane again? No, obviously, we're going to at some point when we're not broke. <laughs> like, why? Why would they say that about something Maybe that is they should so... start, though. Maybe they should start. <laughs> Maybe they should. So it's equal across the board, right? So Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, it's just like the thing that people say. But it's like, what's going to replace it? It's not like we can suddenly just stop using PCs. Like, not everybody's just going to be squinting at a six-inch screen on their phone all the time. I, I don't understand where they're getting this from. Maybe they know PC people are the most likely to rage pony and and click on that article where travel people are just there's you know like eh whatever. <laughs> You know, I, I've long thought, yeah, I, it really does kind of puzzle me. I, I, I will say that most of the press that covers it, we're talking about traditional press, Yeah. they do legitimately think, uh, they, as far as they know, PCs have been dead for a decade, right? So they, the kind of people who write at the publications, they don't even know what a gaming PC looks But like. they're using computers to write those articles. <laughs> I know, I mean, that's Or maybe the... iPads. No. <laughs> They're all on their iPads or their netbooks. No, like an iPad would I'm just be more kidding. expensive for the IT department to purchase. <laughs> well, I, you know, because I will say, you know, in 2011, 2012, it really, they really legitimately thought we had, we had gone through this, we were going to go through and just, you know, see change for computing and everybody would be using different devices. In 2012, it really did feel like that's when... Because again, people have been saying PC is dead for basically the day after it was born. In 2012, it did really feel like everybody was pushing that because, you know, I, I think it's just because when you look at the curve, Elena and Adam, and it's going like this, <laughs> you're like, uh, and by the way, tablets are going like this. You go like, whoa, we were there where it's over. Um, clearly, everybody was wrong. And they, most people, those people have not ever sort of updated their information they still they still think a pc is sitting on your mac right at your office on your macbook and using an ipad or your iphone that's a lot of that audience they're not they're really not desktops and honestly desktop pcs are actually dead into an extent dead just much well smaller yeah it's it's just very focused it's just like you don't have your typical corporate box you know a lot of people don't buy those like 
beige boxes and put them on the desk anymore. Beige. You know, a lot of them moved. But, you know, the thing is, they didn't go like, oh, we're going to replace that with a tablet. And like, no, we're just going to buy a laptop, right? A lot of people moved to laptops. So I think it's just simply. A lot of people moved to laptops, yeah. A lot of a lot, people moved yeah. to laptops. And that's that's where, and that's so they just don't even understand it. And I, I think gaming obviously is, I will tell you, PC is not dead. Um, it is the gaming you. PC dead, maybe? Is the gaming PC dead? No, no obviously. Like, no, or I'm sorry, not. desktop, yeah, like a, you know, desktop PC. Well, desktop PC is, and gaming, essentially today, desktop PC is a gaming PC, 80% of it, right? There's a lot of other content creation stuff, but gaming is the big driver of desktop gaming, desktop PCs. So that's really where all the excitement and focus is. But I, I just wanted to, to say, yeah, no, the PC's not dead, obviously. We were just kind of, because we're heading into downturn. People are going to say it's dead again. You're probably going to see some people saying it. I mean, I there are people who have written stories insisting a PC has been dead forever, you know, and it's just kind of silly because it comes down to what is a PC anyway. So I, I, I just want to say, no, it's going to be bad. It's going to be, except for the people who have the money and saved it, it's going to be good for them because they can buy stuff at a discount. But it'll be bad for a quarter, maybe two quarters. And then, hey, by the way, New game and GPUs now sort of hopefully price corrected, and then it will be on the tear that it has been, and it is it has always resisted all all the efforts to kill it over the decades. So I think it's it's silly, but that's why we're just bringing it up because when you look at all the headlines, it looks really bad, but it's really bad for everybody, is what it is. But everything's going down right now, so to single out a single industry would be really strange on the part of an like an analyst or a news publication. Yeah, but they, I, I don't understand. You're right, Elena. I don't, I, you know, I've kind of like, I've always kind of felt there's this, you know, bias, you know, Mac, it's a Mac bias press is what I kind of jo- joked, but, you know, cause I'd go to like, I'd go to a, a, a briefing for a new laptop from a company, PC laptop yeah. and like eight <laughs> other people, reviewers would be there sitting with their MacBooks. It's like, I was just thinking there's a, there's actually shot a photograph from like eight years ago when I was at the windows 10 launch uh, announcement. And I am like there and like, it's the windows 10 announcement and everybody, all the journalists have MacBooks, including yeah. me, because I, at the time I was covering like all tech and I was trying to stay current with Mac OS <laughs> and I was like, damn it, that's not an accurate representation of who I am as a person. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely, I mean, absolutely, Gordon. Yeah. No, really. I mean, look a lot of reviewers, all this different with when you get to, you know, sort of desktop hardware kind of uh, folks is very different. But a lot of the, the, you know, more mainstream technical press, it's, they're all Mac people. Like, so do you expect those people to understand what a gaming PC is with all the RGB? They think it's, it's nuts. They that's, you know, that's why. What's a touchscreen? Yeah. I mean, really, they, I mean, yeah, it's crazy, right? So that, <laughs> that there really is a, I think that inherent bias is built in there where they just kind of view it like it is kind of wrong too. If you're like, basically, if you're reviewing something that you don't like even believe in enough that you don't even know enough to use every day, then it's kind of weird. Like I don't review MacBooks. It's just like. And, and I if making, I had to, I'd have to use one, right? So, are they making an artificial distinction between PC and MacBooks? Like, oh are, yeah, like are they seeing like thinking of PC as you know it's 
2003 and like it's a beige box specifically have, have you not seen the commercials that say i'm a mac i'm a pc yeah but that was like what mid i know but i i think that's that thinking right no i i, I think they wouldn't lump macs in there no, well, I mean, you know, it's it's just there is just no uniform language to even describe what a PC is. For a long time, I really have to look at it now. But for a long time, they would they would always count Mac, they would count Apple market share for PCs, and they would include iPad, right? <laughs> and it was like, why would you? It was very, and then they would like look at PC, and they would like, well, these are all PCs, but we're taking slates out of this. Oh wait, so you mean? So like you're actually literally taking out these, some of these two-in-one devices. You, it was really weird because people couldn't, they couldn't like uniformly even agree because they didn't know where the future was going. They they thought that honestly two-in-ones or slates were not PCs for some reason. They were no, just I get that. No, they I, were just I, confusion. So. I remember the era you're talking about, and that's what I mean. Like back then, the, yeah, when you see the graphs, what you know, one thing's being purchased less and one thing's being purchased more. Yeah, you're gonna make some calls based off of that but like right now if we start seeing that same rhetoric again i just i would find that personally very strange just because everything is on a downturn uh, somebody i the chat's moving really quick today which is great um but i unfortunately can't remember who said this but they pointed out they're like yeah people are going to be buying less pcs because they bought them all during the pandemic and people aren't buying a new piece like laptop whatever you know kind of device every year they're going right. to buy it like maybe every three or four years so does that mean in next let's say 2024 2025 when there's an uptick again because people are on the next upgrade cycle they're like oh my god the pc lives again you know right. like it's just really strange to me well i mean yeah i i think i honestly think the nice thing is we've broken out of that pattern because like clockwork before every time we had a dip you would see stories you would see predictions that this is it it's finally it i think people have given up on that because they know it's not because the pc is going to stick around forever as a laptop as a two-in-one as a premier gaming experience, right? That's, and you know, a lot of that is driven by the streamers. They're all having with their RGB decked out desktop machines. And <laughs> it's not going to go away. If we think that people, more people watching gaming on all the streaming services is going to suddenly go away. That that's not going to happen. That's, it's just not, it's not going to change. I don't think. And, and yeah. I think, I think we are clearly established that there there's room for everybody, right? There's room for, there's room for, for everybody. All, there's room for all kinds of gaming and, you know, it's not, we are, we're not going to see the usual kind of like stories that we saw last time. I don't know though. It's, it's entirely possible because, you know, you know how it is. You, you see enough bad news for then it's suddenly a trend like, oh my God, look, third sales are down. Their sales are down. All these sales clearly, I, I will have to see the first time somebody writes PC is dead again. I can't see anybody doing well, that. Hey, we're, we're, we're the first ones. We, we, we did it. We, we beat we them did. to it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, but we can I see wouldn't, that. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked, right? Because we see that all the time. It's it's weird because people are trying to wish for it in a way with the stories where it's like it's always been resistant to it before. So. They just need clickbait, Gordon. Um, all right, we, we should probably move on to some questions. We got some good questions before we get out of here. Uh, let me switch over the topic thing. Oh crap! And I didn't. I thought I changed that out. I'm so sorry. Let me do that real quick. And number four, there we go. Q and A. Uh, if you got your questions in now, get them in the chat uh, and at PC World. It's a lot easier for me to see them. Uh, if you're watching or listening to this later, there is a link in the description to our Discord. 
awesome folks over there. You should definitely go hang out. Uh, we have a uh, questions channel that you can put in at any time and hopefully get to them on the show. I got some from uh, earlier in the show. Actually, you know what? Um, I should I should get to the ones uh, that have super chats. Um, sorry about that. Uh, Brian uh, Byron. Sorry. I'm so sorry. A friend of the show, Byron Goodman, gave us a $20 super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, there was no comment or question attached to it. Um, if you did have one, please at me, uh, and I, I will definitely read it. Um, JS gave us a, uh, five Canadian dollars. Thank you so much. Said Gordon, the 300 plus budget is because you buy into it. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to understand that one. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're buying into 300 plus being budget Gordon, because that's what NVIDIA is telling you to. Anyway, uh, and then uh, Denevra one g one gave us five dollars. Thank you so much. Said uh, Gordon is right. The time for three hundred and thirty dollar, three hundred millimeter one ninety two bit cards was twenty twenty. Now those cards have to be eight hundred dollars. Time moves on. Uh, yeah, it's not like I'm cheering for it. I just think <laughs> it's. And again, the way the best way to fix that is just not to buy it. I yes. I'll tell vote you with, vote with your wallet definitely. Nvidia and AMD will get the message fast <laughs> if you stop buying stuff at the prices they're at. <laughs> yeah. But that's just unfortunately what it would take. So um, and then a a couple super chats from friend of the show VC Jester. He gives the uh, five dollars. Thank you so much. Said uh, kids need eight cores to run the game and the virus they installed from the hacked AAA game they got from Pirate Bay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and then earlier he said, uh, um, he gives $10. Thank you so much. Said, uh, so Gordon, if I bring my loud pickup over to San Francisco, are we going to uh, put it in, put on our Adidas track suits and sit outside Adam's place bumping swass until he calls the cops? Uh, that was in reference to the uh, baby got back. Oh, got it. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, VC Jester also gave us a, a $5 super chat earlier, said, uh, damn folks, Brad hasn't been uh, our boss for uh, two years yet, and he's already showing gray in his beard. You know what? Yeah. You have no Hi, idea Brad. what we force him uh, in, into in the in the Slack channel. <laughs> um, and then uh, Usopp gave us a four ninety nine. Thank you so much. Said uh, Apple still uses an old 1990s style windows laptop on their website really uh, i want to see this now yeah yeah if, if, if you have a link please uh please link that that would be hilarious um and not no. an apple f- oh god no i was just gonna say they like people always like gordon why why are you like always dissing on us it's like because you always dissing on us you know <laughs> <laughs> um not an apple fan give us a uh, five uh five more euros thank you so much said the the jpr numbers for gpu shipments uh were shipped numbers and was announced before amd launched their new 7000 uh, series it wasn't market share it was just shipped gpus so yeah for whatever that means okay. uh, the sal rhymes the third uh gave us a five dollar super chat said what's the difference between an arc a750 and a770 um brad boy no crap. <laughs> uh, uh 20 uh, I'm pretty sure it's 20. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, one's got eight gig. Well, I guess if you get by the Intel cards, one got eight gig, one's got 16 gigs. I think the 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 count. There's two versions of the 770, yeah, if I remember right. It's just the yeah, yeah, yeah. So more uh, and then the yeah. yeah, more more cores. I don't know. Yeah, Google it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's what we need. Brad gives a really good rundown, I believe, in uh, his uh, launch review. So you can check that out on PCWorld.com. Oh, it's it's 20 for the model, and now it's what 
uh, $80 in price. So <laughs> that's the main difference. This is um, why we need Brad on the show. Because otherwise, yeah, right. well, it looks like the, the rest of us are just going to give uh, fun yeah. answers. <laughs> I think the A770 is like a 1440p-ish kind of class card, and it looks like the 750 is a 1080 class. So it, it's actually in, in, Keith's, in Keith's roundup of games that he has in his testing, uh, all of them but one will perform at the highest settings at 1440p oh. uh, over 60. The only one that doesn't hit over 60, and, and this is without any sort of um, uh, uh, resolution uh, scaling kind of stuff, um, the only one is is Cyberpunk. So every other game he has tested hits 1440p 60 at the at the highest settings and then 1080p is is you know even higher than that obviously for the 750 or for the 770 he tests with 770s i'm oh, sorry okay yeah yeah so or a770 um anyway uh warren friend of the show warren gave us a five canadian dollars thank you so much said uh, i did a quick fire strike benchmark on my a77 a770 before and after upgrading the driver saw about an eight perform eight percent performance uplift at 1080p so Huh. Whatever, whatever Fire Strike uses. Uh, it's... I'm surprised. You would think that that would have been optimized <clears throat> early on, but maybe not for Fire Strike. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. So these are some of the questions uh, that we got to earlier. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Ones4 asked, uh, will AMD ever beat Intel in the future as far as performance? Uh, in GPU? Yeah, CPU. Oh, I mean, arguably they are. Wait, wait. In the. Oh, Wait, Firestrike so, is DX11, is what the chat's yeah. saying. So, uh, will AMD ever beat Intel in the future as far as performance? Uh, maybe. I mean, we don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm going to guess <laughs> yes because I mean. I mean, in in a lot of ways, they are and have been yeah. for years. So yeah, yeah. Seventy. The depends on what you call performance. Yeah, it depends. The seven nine fifty X still has an advantage over thirteen nine hundred K, even KS, and many uh you know, all core loads. It kind of it can it be it can generally take a backseat to uh, 13th gen in like lighter loads, but they're sort of like that's at the very top end where they're kind of like one has a strength in one area and one has a strength in the other. As you get down to Ryzen 5 Core i5, it gets uh, uglier for AMD, definitely uglier. So it depends on what your definition of performance is, and I can say yes, AMD will actually beat Intel in the future and. In the future, Intel will beat AMD in the future. Um, and then um, in, uh, Antonio Sepage uh, uh, said, uh, when are AM, AM5 APUs coming? Uh, when, when do you guess? Do you, do you think they ever will come? I mean, they got to update APUs, right? I'd probably based... Oh, wait, Elena's gone. I didn't. I just looked down and it's just ramen. Um, yeah. <laughs> it depends on, I think it'll depend on market conditions, probably, you know, that's based on parts out there. I still think they have plenty of uh, AM4 to go through. It, I mean, it kind of feels like second half of this year, hopefully, but it may not because there may just be a ton of AM4 parts and boards out there that it just doesn't make any sense for it. Because again, um, your for APU, that's the most of the appeal is for entry level i know that that ticks off some people here in the in the uh, video but um it doesn't probably make a lot of sense to make am5 with ddr5 on a pricier board 
in over AM4 at this point. Maybe it'll change end of this year. May not be till next year too, right? I, I don't know. But that's it is still mostly a, a cost sensitive issue. So for a full APU, because remember right. Ryzen 7000 has an, uh, an IGP, but it's really just to turn the monitor on for regular use. Yeah, we're talking about a, a 5700G replacement. Um, yeah, so that, that kind I, of thing, can't, so. I can't see it in the first half this year, maybe not even second half, because <sighs> I mean, I would think that's for, you know, you're, you're making it for budget buyers, and that's, I don't know if it's 5,000, 7,000 is going to get that competitive there, so. So you don't think Computex? Be. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe, because it's, it's going to come down to business and when they kind of want to transition away from it. I mean, still 4,000 AM4 can be used for, you know, a lot of those corporate boxes and little small four-factors and doctor's offices. But I would think that they would want to, they would want to wait till the till it makes business sense. It's a business sense decision, I would think. Yeah. Because they have, well, who are they, who do you got to fight there? You know? Yeah. Uh, J.R. Richardson asks, uh, uh, is Windows 11 reliable enough or should I stay with Windows 10? Um, you know, I've, I don't have issues with Windows 11. There are some kind of weird things where some of the UI will just like hitch and you don't know what it is. You know, there's things that they're still always fixing. It is a newer, you know, a new core in there. So, but reliable enough to run every day? Yeah, sure. I mean, there's millions of people that run windows 11 today so it is it is fine i prefer windows 10 still so we'll see we but i will say <laughs> one day you'll wake up and you'll be running windows 11 no matter what also the uh but yeah i would like to point out of, of the four people on this podcast well alina stepped away and brad lost internet of those four people all of us are still using windows 10 on our our work systems yeah. so <laughs> uh yeah um retro sean friend of the show retro sean um asked uh what can amd do if the motherboard motherboard partners can't bring prices down it's deflating amd's cpu sales hard well i mean they again even i think they've mentioned in their blog they're bringing you know lower end chipsets so that will help and you know it should get better you know some of it may be resistance too because you know Maybe it's more of a premium part. I don't know. It's tough because you also have to pair it to DDR5, which has gotten a lot better. So I don't think there's much they can do. Lower end, they're going to come out with this lower end chipset. You know, you just have to cut off features, right? You Gen 5, Gen 4 even stuff, you just lose it all. So um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm switching over to uh, to the Discord. If you have something in the chat, please at PC World. It's much easier for me to see that as a specific question for this Q and A. <clears throat> um, but da, 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 da. Uh, Techie Zero asked, um, "I am saddened that there is a prediction that the PC is dead. However, uh, the niche is still there, and if if uh, less." purchase pc parts these prices will be driven down do you think this will force the pendulum to swing back to the pc being popular once again uh i guess we we talked about that earlier so yeah and we're just we're not the pc is not dead we're just kind of like pre predicting the 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 stories and videos saying the pc is dead and by the way they're wrong so <laughs> but it will get ugly for yeah. a little bit uh we got a uh, a five euro super chat thank you so much from from red myrtle uh do you think we'll see usb4 80 gigabyte per second amd laptops this year really good question 
Definitely not 80, I don't think. So we, I think 40, we should finally, finally see 40 on some laptops. Uh, that's probably it. I don't think you're going to see USB 4 80. A uh, uh, friend of the show, Bob Jones, uh, asked, uh, what happened to the other ARC cards like the 5 series? Uh, as in the A570 or I don't remember what the other numbers were. I guess uh, <laughs> still there, right? I mean, you can buy no, them. Well, no, there's no there's no five series. There's oh, a A three eighty, A seven A seven fifty, A seven seventy. There's no A five XX. What's that ultra cheap budget one you bought? A A three eighty. So that's oh. a three series. Yeah. So yeah, you, there's, you there's mean no like, five series. What? Oh, I see. Uh, I don't remember what the original uh, product stack that they had was. Was there in a five series? There was, right? I, I I believe they talked about being able to service all three series. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, my just <laughs> good. I mean, I, I just think yeah, they were just like, hey, listen, we we got to launch with what we have. Let's take let's take Alchemist as like you know the first step. I I bet I bet they'll have more of the stack for Battle Mage. Yeah, I would think they're going to do it in the next next round. It it's interesting. It feels like it's like an inverted curve because demand seems for a770 and that a380 those are kind of the things that that keep people are buying and the middle ones are the the less less important one it feels like so yeah i don't know it feels like that's what they're servicing i mean it still could come who knows maybe you know maybe battle mage is until 2024 so maybe they can still release a card this year yeah i, I, I guess see they that. can make money off it i yeah, don't know I if it makes that. sense though um here's a question uh from IAR1980. Uh, any ideas why Asus went back on bringing USB 4 for the R7-6800U ZenBook S13 laptop you reviewed a while back? That's a really good question. And I am actually still working on something about that. Uh, I think... What can I say at this point? It's probably the usual... Uh, this is what the... Um, this is what uh, Adam... And Elena, we're warning about of buying on future promises uh, has come to fruit here is probably what it is. It's it's harder. So we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. But I don't think I'm ready to talk about that yet from what I know. But I will say it, it's probably exactly what Elena and Adam warned about. Uh, 808 Zaro asks, uh, uh, is it really efficient squeezing a 4090 GPU in a laptop, Gordon? I don't understand. Like, it, it, like, like it, it's going to be nerfed so bad by putting a 4090 in a laptop. Why I guess even I'd do have it? To, I'd have to see the 4090 in... I'd have to see it in, like, the the uh, the ROG, that for, those 14-inch... I'd have to see some of those laptops with, with these high-end uh, GPUs in it. I, I don't think I could comment on that otherwise until I see it, but... And obviously, know. a forty ninety and a eight pound laptop is going to perform different than a four pound laptop. So yeah, I mean, but that's always been the case. So we'll just have yeah. to see testing when it comes out. Um, Wait for benchmarks. Uh, Jerry Elkins, uh, what is the most exciting future technological development you are looking forward to on the PC? Or oh, PC related or not? Not even PC related. Oh, hmm. What is the most exciting thing? we're seeing on the pc 
Oh boy, it's hard to pick one out. I mean, because it's always like it's a constant evolution on the PC, and we, you know, I I think we really are spoiled in the age we're in right now. Because I was just thinking, like, when the original fifty, when the original thirty nine fifty launched, was it like eight hundred dollars? Which know, I'm that? sorry, which one? I'm just trying to think. Of the, like, we are. It's just so funny because we we are so spoiled by what we're getting. It's hard to see the big things that to be excited about. God, what would I be excited? I'm actually excited for this crop. Um, probably the next thing. I mean, just like everything, everything is just gets. It's very exciting. Like you just like it, with every new product generation, it feels like we're getting pretty pretty huge improvements in in computing. And you're also getting it for better prices than we ever have before. And I don't know if there's any one thing I could point to, but I think just like the performance you're getting out of the GPUs and CPUs today and at the prices you're getting for them, yeah, they're, they're stupid prices in some aspect, but they're actually still actually far better than what it used to be. So I, I don't know. What, what am I excited for? I mean, would I be... Oh, that, 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 the air jet. I mean, we've been pretty excited about that air jet. I am excited about that. You know, I, there's only so actually, I would like to see, yeah, if you can get into thin and light devices that actually are, are very much good performance, but you know, with the noise of, of a fanless design, I'm excited for that. But I think I'm, or, or somebody's pointing at D man's asking about the 3D glasses free 3 3D laptops you you were talking about at CES. No, I and again I I thought that was a really awesome. That was probably one of the coolest things that I'm excited for. But you know it's kind of one of those VR things that you know like it's going to take years to get anywhere. So I'm I'm not that excited for it. I mean honestly for enthusiasts you could see you know there's all these rumors of 4090 Ti coming out. <laughs> which just seems like kind of crazy and and a, a leaked photo supposedly and a leaked photo who knows but you know i maybe they'll call it a titan maybe it's a titan maybe it's a ti I and mean, that's probably an internal discussion but i i'd be excited for what that classic computing brings us like a you know the highest end the high end pc in the end of this year and next year it's going to be like damn right that's always kind of cool i mean that that is i mean that's the best thing about this area is competition makes everybody be better and everybody has gotten better right and they're giving it to you at generally better value than what it was in the past but you know so you're you're just i can't put it on one thing i just can't put on one thing there's my phone uh well do you need to answer it um well uh ir 1980 uh mentioned mentioned the cooling thing the air jet uh, and said that it was a uh, yeah that video got 1.6 million views in two weeks uh yeah that was a that was an interesting ride that's it's it's been our, our one of our biggest hits of all time um and i mean we knew it was going to be exciting coming out of ces uh but we didn't think that was it was going to blow up like that so thanks everybody for watching it thanks youtube for <laughs> recommending it to more people yeah uh, we actually have a trip planned for next week uh to go down and see their labs so more content on that kind a lot of the comments in that video were hey we want to see it in action and they did have demos but like we didn't want to roll it up into the general uh interview that gordon was was uh having um so because we, we just thought 
people kind of need to understand the concept first. So now that, now that we got that interview done, we're going to go to their lab and see actual demos, most of which they had at CES, but uh, yeah. So fun times on that. Um, Usopp asks, uh, what's PC World's Discord handle? It's actually uh, the full nerd, uh, and there's a link in the description if you click on it. There's a link to join the uh, the full nerd Discord. Um... Cool. And uh, Elena's back. Hello, Elena. Um, Sorry, I had a cat emergency. No, nah, not a problem. Um, <clears throat> let, I'm uh, going back over to uh, to Discord. Uh, oh, you know what? I, we answered this one. Oh, and that's not a question. I'm going to delete that one. Sorry, I should have organized some of these. Uh, we had had a funny one from a friend of the show, VC just earlier. Said, "When the AI overlord conquers humanity, will they be serving humans grub sandwiches or grub burgers?" <laughs> Depends on how the meat's ground uh, or not. <laughs> I guess if it's ground, yeah, then it's a. I don't. I still don't think that's. If it's if it's ground, it's a burger. Um, I would say the outside bun has a big part of that too. If it's shaped like a bun, like a hamburger bun. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's if you the, went in order to sandwich, Adam, like a turkey sandwich and you got on a hamburger bun. Isn't that a hamburger? Uh, uh, wouldn't, I mean, <laughs> no. Turkey burger. I don't know. It's just, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, vegetable stew friend of the show asks, uh, so with the AMD GPU fiasco turning out to be cards from a crypto miner or a few, uh, does that make the secondhand GPU market a lot more of a gamble? And actually that was going to be one of our, our topics. Uh, there was an article on PC world about, um, about such thing. Anyone want to take that? I mean, I think we've always said, you know, cause when we often talk about GPUs and we consider the market, we often talk about it as new. Mm-hmm. And we have said many times before that, look, not everybody wants to buy risk, buy used because of the risk. You don't know what you're getting. You can end up, especially again, some kid buying their first graphics card, you know, with the, the, the savings from cutting grass. If you buying, if you're going to buy used, that's a risk or your parent buying somebody, you know, a GPU, you want to buy it new because you, you want that, that uh, safety of a warranty. Uh, a lot of people really got on us saying you really should consider used. And I think what's happened recently just shows you that um, there are risks. There are really risks to buying used. It often doesn't play out that way. There have been some examples recently where it did play out pretty negatively, but there is legitimate risk when you buy used from a market that has no return policy like buying used from amazon or newegg that you can return it that's one thing but um there's there is real risk and i think that's just highlighted that you can potentially be out hundreds of dollars by by buying used oftentimes the odds are in your favor <laughs> but it sucks when it works out the other way right because we've all gotten burned on used equipment on ebay Elena, were your feelings on risk uh, with used or you, you down with it or not down with it? Uh, for me personally, I don't like to take that kind of risk, but I always depends on who I'm talking to. Obviously. I mean, if they are somebody who um, is more okay with risk or they know for sure the source of the card, like say that their friend owned that card for 
five years or whatever, they're saying, hey, I want to sell it to you for a reasonable price or even cheap because I want to upgrade and I'll get a lot of money for it. I know you've been wanting to build your first PC or whatever. I'll make it easy for you. Then yeah, like use is not a problem. Um, but I think in this this scenario highlights that there is always going to be some risk if you just go out into like the general pool of people. I, I think it's not different than buying a used car, really, right? Because like if you just talk to someone off of Craigslist, you don't really know what you're getting unless they agree to take it to a mechanic so you can have them look it over for you. Unfortunately, we don't have a service like that for GPUs. Um, otherwise, it's kind of you kind of get what you get versus buying off a family friend. Or like, you know, your parents are like, I'm going to sell you my car. And you're like, I didn't really want your car. They're like, I'm selling you my car. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think um, the two examples I came up with, well, first one, obviously, it was like everybody freaked out over the the Radeons with the, the cracked eyes. Most likely, you know, some minor, mass minor selling off a boatload of them. Uh, and they it probably comes back to bad mining cards from one large outfit and the other one is recently there was a video of a, a repair shop god it was probably Germany again, where they they had found out that um they were painting over the memory dies and dot so to make to make them look like they were not used because a heavily used mining card sometimes the, it yellows a little bit so they painted over them and to make it look like they were brand new so it's you know, arguably with the amount of mining cards out there that people are trying to unload, it's probably way worse to buy a used card now than it was, say, six months ago or eight months ago, right? Yeah. A um, couple more questions we'd add here. Uh, da, da, da. Crap, and I lost it. Uh, Lyr Lyric 8 uh just dropped a, a question over on discord do you think an april release date for the 7800 x3d is to force people to get the 7900 x3d or 7950 x3d i guess why do Wait. you think they're launching the 7800 x3d late i mean if i were going to take the non-cynical approach to it i would guess that maybe they anticipate needing to make more of them so that gives them the time to make them Wait, so what the the feeling is they they launch X3D months after the original launch no, to I make think, you buy the... No, no, the, no I the, think they're saying that they're launching the higher-end parts first so that forces yeah, Ryzen you to buy is, is the higher-end oh. part as opposed to just releasing the lower-end part at the same time as everybody else, or sorry, as all the other parts. So that way you have your oh. you know free choice of them. I mean, I can kind of see the cynical view of it. But at the same time, I also think that you could also see the non-cynical side, which is, I think how mad everyone is going to be if they want a 7800X3D and it sells out in two seconds. Yeah. And I, I think it's like, I don't think it's unreasonable. You're looking, is this, this is not like a month or two months or three months between these. This is like, what, uh, a week? I don't know how many days exactly. Oh, it's, it's, a, a it's a month. Yeah. Is it a month? Is it a month after? It's fe so. February 28th to April 8th, I think is what it is. Oh, right, right. There's a month between them. A month them. and change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I probably, I'm guessing, well, it could be two things. I didn't realize. I thought it was like, actually, it, it made less sense to me to launch it like just a week after. It, launching it a month after gives them uh, two things. Yeah. It, it focuses, it gives them two new cycles for one, because if the reviews are focused on the high end. Here's 7950X3D. 
all the coverage will be on that. And then he gives them a second chance, second bite at the apple, because now there's talk about the, the other part. It also separates it possibly it could be, so that gives reviewers time to talk about both of them. If you just simply blanket launch everything, reviewers are humans. We're not, well, except for Steve at, at Harbor and Box, who will kill himself to test everything. I mean, both Steve's time. really. Well, both Steve's actually, but don't you like get the feeling there's like actually like triplet Steve's, like they look the same, but like they're like one is talking and doing Maybe a video twins. and then the Maybe other one twins. is sleeping and then one is testing. But I, I just think like, it makes it harder for reviewers to review everything. So that could potentially play into it. I think it could also be just simply, you know, there could be logistics behind it. We really, we really don't know. I mean, from a marketing PR point of view, it could also be, yeah, you know what? The, the lower end part's not going to show as well against the Intel part. We don't know. Right. And maybe we push that off, but we'll get all the good news up front on this one. We don't, we honestly don't know. So we're just kind of guessing here. I think it's just, you know, it is what it is, right? So a month, mm, you know, who knows? It's a, it's an interesting question. I don't think it really matters that much in the end. So It does suck to wait, though, if you're anticipating it. I hear that part. Yeah, but I mean, don't you think that's like of the three, that's the one that's like at 450? It's it's a little tougher, right? It's a little tougher at 450, especially because it's going up against those higher core count Intel parts. So see that but i also think that if that's the one that you were targeting and you have to wait an extra month that could also lead to the like uh disappointment about having to wait longer yeah no it'll i will tell you when when everything's out then it'll be more interesting because it depends on the reception that it's going to get so that'll be based on you know performance perceived value and we'll see i don't i don't i don't think it's a big deal and honestly you know it's it's better as a reviewer it's better to have time spread out Yes. rather than having everything land on top of each other. Yeah. So that Last could fall be, was rough. You know, and that can also come down to these companies actually have to test, validate, ride guides, you know, get the parts out there. It's a lot to deal with. So they, it could, there really are logistics with everything behind this with, you know, the magic that all these companies bring us. So it, there could be very, very, very much reasons that could be the reason why. So people should have a little understanding sometimes, I think. Excuse me. Um, uh, one more and we'll get out of here. Uh, Kerner Gaming asks, uh, I'm currently running a 7700K. If I were to get a 7000X3D processor, how big of the performance leap will it be? I asked for a follow-up on GPU and, and whatnot, and they said they're currently running a 1080 Ti, a Hall of Fame, uh, and they have two 1080p monitors, but they're also a VR enthusiast. Oh, hmm, that's an interesting one. I think the uplift is huge because you're talking about we're we're talking quad core KB Lake seventy hundred. I mean, good chip in its day, good chip in its day. But if you're gonna if you're mostly doing VR, it it may not change your world as much as you would you would hope it would. Um, but going to the X3D gives you double the core count, much much better IPC. You're getting gosh, where's your like DDR three, right? KB Lake was DDR, is that right? I can't even remember anymore. But you're, everything from memory yes. to USB to PCIe, everything is increased. You can go to a, you know, a, you can go to, <laughs> it would be a nice upgrade. I'm not so sure for VR, it's going to change it more than the GPU because GPU for gaming is still, you know, 80 to 90% of the experience. So you may have to pair it with something newer. 
Oh, he says he's got DDR4. Oh yeah, okay, DDR4. But you know, I mean, you're going DDR4 to uh, going to DDR5. You're getting X3D. You're getting Gen 4 SSD. There's just so much. It will just be a better. It will be a huge jump. I just think in VR, it may not go like oh, you know. And honestly, I mean, it should still help because KB Lake is definitely a little underwater in some things. But I, I bet it's it's just not going to feel as big of a of a deal as going from say a 1080 Ti to a you know 4080 or 4090, right? That's and then even for VR, because mm, I don't know, but it, the, even that 4090 on a 7700K, <laughs> yeah, right? That would be yeah. Cool. I mean, you're you're still missing out on a lot of stuff. Like the, you're talking about quality of life. You're not just talking about like gaming performance. You're talking about like quality of life improvements. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say that's it's a little bit of a. I mean, you, you kind of if you're sort of like upgrading one piece at a time. I guess honestly, a 1080 Ti is still a really good card. It is. I just kind of oh, good. I'm just saying it is. Like I don't have any more to say. She's about agreeing it. with you. Oh <laughs> no, I just don't think it's for VR. Like if you're talking about all gaming. I would think it's it'd be a very nice upgrade because you know KB Lake is is old, it's very old, so it'd be a nice upgrade. Not as I, much as stepping up in GPUs, though. Yeah, I I would just edge in there saying that I think upgrading your CPU to any current gen CPU is going to feel pretty substantial for most applications. Obviously, the whole VR question Gordon has answered, but I think if you're just looking for a general performance boost, like even a 13600K is going to be a very tangible bump up. Right. No, I mean, you can really use the nice. money you save there for a GPU upgrade down the road, right? Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because I is it time? Is it 1080 Ti getting to? What would you? What would be the I mean, for v- the thing is, like, for VR, honestly, I, I don't have too much insight in there, so that's why I don't think it matters that much. But there's definitely going to be situations in your regular gaming that uh, X3D will improve over a 7700K, right? So. But 1080p 60 hertz? Well, you didn't say yeah. 60. I did. So oh, okay. Just two 1080p monitors. So. Um, anyway, uh, we should we should get out of here. Good stuff. It's one o'clock. Yeah. It's yeah. lunchtime. Oh, Good boy. stuff. A lot hungry. of news. Gordon, Gonna take be... us out. And I am hungry, yes. Uh, check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Send questions and comments to the Full Nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Chalkas, who was here earlier. Hi, Brad. But he's gone now. This is because of his New England internet. Elena <laughs> Yee. Bye, everybody. And Adam Patrick Murray's gonna. Oh wait, I forgot to throw in a little witty banter. I've run out of witty banters, and every time. And oh, so please send us an email to the full nerd <laughs> at pcworld.com. Every time you do, they release more hardware to try to crush all reviewers. Uh, Adam I, Patrick Murray's gonna hit the off button. I was actually gonna ask, when was the last time we checked the email? Uh, I probably I checked I it sometime last in October or November, and okay. I'm the only one who checks it. I am the one who checks it. When was the last time we got something worthwhile that he found? Honestly, like mail. honestly, like a year ago. Most people just hop on Discord now, which is fantastic because we see it immediately. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe we should uh, amend your outro, oh. Gordon, to take out the email part, and we just get rid of that and say, "Hey, if you want to join our Discord community, hit the link in the chat or something." Like that. That's anyway. a good idea. Well, I think that. Also, yeah. 
Also, if you did send an email to the full nerd email address and you haven't heard back from us or acknowledgement, just find me on Twitter or on Discord and repaste that question. Sorry. Or oh, just say like, hey, my question's sitting in the inbox. Did you see it? Oh, and we, we should put in there uh, if you want to get your full nerd merch, go to crowdmade.com oh. forward slash collection forward slash PC world. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, anyway. That's, uh, that's uh, self-serving. Yes. <laughs> Uh, th- thank you everybody yes Outreach Pony rides again bye bye <laughs>